Looking like an angel with no halo When I'm with her, tell me where the pain go Think I might be falling out of control What the fuck do I know? Yeah, so when I texted you, I want to say it was like a, a few days before New Year's. Uh, and I was like, what are you doing on this day? I was going to have you, like, I thought about having you on for like a New Year's Eve episode. episode. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we're doing like a countdown and shit. But I just decided to, um, I needed to take a break. I just ran off to Houston. Yeah, got, so. Got a suite and kicked it. Was it just you? Yeah. <laughs> just, just had to get out. Huh? Yeah, bro. Like, cause I went out there, like, I, I texted some buddies, uh, so, like, two, I'd say three of my close Houston friends are, like, probably three, or two of the three are the, t- yeah, yeah, two of the three are, like, the top DJs in Houston right now, and that's DJ Fun, he's one of the DJ uh, DJs I had on the show, DJ Fun, and then also uh, DJ Icon, mm-hmm. you can look them up, these guys are sick, they kill it. Uh, I listened to the episode with uh, DJ Fun. Yeah, yeah, he's probably, like, one of the best DJs in Houston right now. But, uh, you know, so I hit those guys up and I was like, you know, what, what's going on? They told me. Um, so, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pack a bag, um, drive out to Houston, get a room, call up some buddies. I, I did all that. I get to Houston. And then, like, the New Year's Eve day, probably like five in the afternoon, I'm like, I don't even feel like doing shit. You know, I just want to just clear my head, mm-hmm. bring in the new year with positivity. I don't want anything that I can't control to like any type of negativity to affect you to affect me you know to this new year so if i'm in a room by myself you know away from home uh that's fine because i am in full control of this room yeah you know what i'm saying so i went there's a liquor store across the street i went and got a few shooters uh got some craft beer and i just i took in the new year watching the uh i guess you could call it ball dropping you know and in new york i didn't see it it was it was was definitely different this year it was definitely different bro there was there wasn't a crowd um, there was a lot of performers, a lot of performances, but uh, this wasn't the same. Yeah, I I thought about that at like on New Year's Eve when they uh, I saw a, p- a picture of they were setting the ball up and everything. Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about like how it's going to be different because usually there's a huge crowd and it's the huge party. Yeah, and then you know you have all these strangers kissing I mean, because I- you have to kiss at midnight for some reason. <laughs> and but it's like it's just it was just different. Yeah, and the every- only thing I saw was really the people who were on TV. Like yeah. the, the um who work for the news channel or whatever. Yeah, and every year, you know, I mean, every year since we were, I mean, since we've been born, <clears throat> you know, we're used to, you know, the ball dropping on TV, crazy parties, you know. And then so this, they had they had the ball drop though. Uh so like I the even, the ball actually dropped, but they didn't have like the whole. They didn't have the they didn't have crowds or anything like there was like limited. Weird. There was probably like fifty people. They definitely should have sold Times tickets. Square. Yeah, <laughs> they should have sold tickets so they could have socially distanced and made bank. Yeah, oh my god, they make that would have made so much money. There was probably, I mean, I say fifty, probably a hundred people in Times Square, where there's typically thousands on New Year's. Yeah, on a, or on a regular day. Yeah, 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 you know. So it was, uh, it was different, man. But you know, just coming into the new year, like, uh, I woke up, you know, um, felt good that it was a new year. It's like a fresh start, um, you know. And then packed packed my shit, checked out the hotel room, came back to Southeast Texas. Damn, nice little reset. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Because you've been out, you've been, you haven't been posting any podcast stuff either. Nah, so you've man. just been, are you just rethinking the show or what do you, uh, exactly so doing? I think, uh, you know, I definitely, um, this, uh, 2020 was crazy. I mean, we'll get into that, but, uh, just cr- with the creation of the show, um, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get on and I'm gonna try to stick to a schedule where I do like one 
one episode a week. Mm-hmm. It turned into two episodes a week. And then coming, closing on 2020, I'm like, look, I think we, we got a handful of good quality work. I think it's time for me to take like just a short break, sort of uh, reevaluate everything I learned from 2020, mm-hmm. going into 2021 and do bigger and better with, you know, with the show, with right. bullshit. So, um, you know, from here on out, you know, now the little break is over, a little hiatus from here on out. It's just going to be quality shit, video, uh, better guess. uh yeah, that sounds bad. I don't want to say better guess, but more guess. Yeah, because I was a guess multiple times. <laughs> yeah, no, you're a badass <laughs> guess, bro. My go-to. Um, but, you know, multiple guests. Uh, and just, just have a better show. Stick to a schedule. You know what I'm saying? Consistency. Consistency, for sure. Well, because it's a show. Right. It's a show. I mean, just, even though it's even though it's audio and then eventually video, it's it's a show just like anything else. I mean, it's not as big as you know American Idol or these other yeah. show, TV shows that everybody knows and loves, but it's a show. Yeah, and so people, that's what, people rely on it. People rely on it. like fo- football games. They're a show. Like Sunday night football. People know it's on yeah. Sunday night. Yeah, and so that's what that was my. That's why I was so pissed about my accounts getting messed up for this yeah. because that's what I'm treating it like a show. And so for me, I'm like, okay, I'm posting on Mondays. I'm posting on Mondays at nine o'clock. Yeah, because that works for my schedule. You know whether. No matter what it is with work or anything, Mondays at nine I can post that day. Plus, people are starting. You know, people are starting their work week. Some people are driving in the car. It'll give them something to listen to or whatever. And so, you know, with all my shit that went wrong, I'm like, well, you like. Luckily, it was first episode. Yeah. But yeah, they. I mean, they fucked up the show. So that's that's how I've been looking at it too. If it's if it's a show, it's got to follow a show schedule. Yeah, for sure. And And then if I show standards. Right, and then whenever I, so whenever if I start adding uh, two episodes a week, you know, down the road, yeah, that second one's gonna come out on the same day, yeah, same or it's not Monday, but it'll come out on whatever day I pick at the S- you same know, time, same time, yeah. There's a lot that goes into it, yeah, for sure. Well, you definitely, uh, I definitely learned just a lot, um, in 2020, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like people say, oh my god, 2020 was a terrible year. It was a shit show. But I definitely there were some some good moments for me personally, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I definitely learned a lot about myself, a lot about my friends, a lot about uh, uh, well, more things about family uh, and the value of family. Um, you know, and just from here on out, it's like you got to honestly just do what you want to do. But, you know, don't hurt anybody. It's got to be positive. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, you know, I think everyone needs to learn how to, you know, when the shit hits the fan, how to be your own boss. I mean, yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta work nine to fives. That's we have to do it. It's a given, you know. But I think when shit, all those fails, you need to learn how or where you can make money, or you know how you can make money, and you or know, at least the pro- how to get the process going. Yeah, because that's the biggest thing. Like for right now, I know <clears throat> right now all I know is how to record the episodes, edit the episodes, post the episodes, kind of a little bit how to like market and advertise them and all that stuff, but. As far as like the business side of it, I don't know that yet. Yeah. So, or I don't yeah, know. I don't know learning. everything I need to know I'm yet. Still learning that too. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so if I had good. to, so if I had to start a, if I, you know, got fired or, which I could just get a different job, but if I got fired and couldn't get a job, but like I need to, I think it is important for people to at least have some sort of business skill so they can make something around. Yeah. Everybody around here has some sort of side hustle. Yeah, that's. I mean, the amount of g- girls around here that make shirts and uh, but notice, I know a lot of girls that make good money just making shirts. Yeah, but notice, like a lot of these side hustles were like that came about in twenty twenty. 
Yeah. You know, like a lot of like I, I noticed like a lot of people uh, we're friends with like on uh, social media. Uh, they a lot of these girls, girls or guys, you know, they started doing these side hustles, whether it be uh, this arts and craft stuff from a female or like pressure washing from a guy. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it, it was all brought and came about in 2020. Yeah, you know, people are learning. You know, uh, I've definitely seen a lot more of them pop up from during 2020. Yeah, you know, which is which is a cool thing. You know, it's definitely important. Hopefully, in this year though, we can. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's already starting bad, so I, mean, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a post yesterday, and it said something about uh, not a uh, nice move, December 31st, yeah. 2020. <laughs> I saw or that. December uh, 37th, 37th, 2020. <laughs> yeah, I saw that shit. Bro. Well, this has been. And I know it's just me being, <laughs> I know it's just me being super, I'm a very like literal person. Yeah. So I know this is just me being super literal, but like I, whenever I, I see everybody being like, oh, I can't wait for 20, 2021, 2020 is such a shit show. Yeah. Ready for the new year. It's like, you know, that you know, once it hits midnight, it's not like a factory reset. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, all the same shit's going yeah, on. Yeah. I, I thought about that shit too. Uh, I thought about you saying that on the uh, on New Year's Eve like day. You know, and also what people fail to realize is like, okay, so it's a new year, right? But you also get like a new day every day. Yeah. So you don't have to just wait. Oh, I got to wait until December 31st, 3005, you know, to... To become a new person, yeah. nah, bro. You can turn a new person on Thursday when it's Wednesday night. Well, dude, that's so. That's what. That's my biggest pet peeve with people who have New Year's resolutions. Maybe it's a it's a good way to track. Like yeah. say you say your New Year's resolution is to lose weight. Yeah. It's a good way to track because you're like, okay, it was on the first day of the year. I I can track my progression, but also just fucking write down whatever day you start. Right. If you start, <laughs> if you start in. If you start on October twelfth, just take a picture or just document. Write that shit down. Okay, I started October twelfth. <laughs> yeah. This is my so my year for my year of weight loss started October twelfth. Yeah, just follow that. Why do you have to wait? Because you know what's happening while you're waiting. You're eating like shit, <laughs> or you're still drinking, or yeah. whatever. You're yeah. or you're still smoking. It's, you're trying to get your last couple packs of cigarettes. In after because, like two days, you're doing the same shit you were doing. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, bro. You that's know, it's true. crazy shit. But and honestly, just with our phones. I don't think we know the like the potential our phones have. There's an app for literally anything. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. You could track weight. You can track fucking sleep patterns. Like all kinds of shit. Like right now, I'm I'm you know I'm trying to slim down, lose some weight because I mean, like I told you in the last episode, I was looking kind of (laughs) boys looking thick, thick boys. Hashtag. But uh, so I've been tracking my sleep as well, man, and um, just like with one of the apps, just so many different things, and that shit's free. If yeah. it ain't free, it's under twenty dollars a month. Yeah. You know, it's just really all it comes. To. You, and here's the thing: you don't need apps. Yeah, true. It, come, it, need, it, it comes down. It comes down to it comes down to willpower. Right, right. It comes down to. I mean, yeah. for me, where I started getting in shape was going to the going to the gym where I train now. Yeah, and it's a different. You know, I, was, I played sports forever, so I was always lifting weights. So weightlifting now, it's like I, I'll do it. You know, here and there, but it. To me, like I need something that keeps me like into the workout. Yeah, and so jujitsu and like boxing and all that stuff that that keeps me into it. Yeah, like keeps me locked in and keeps me like enjoying it because it's something different every day. Like you have to have willpower to like, especially like going to the gym that I'm at, being my size. Yeah, like so. Jacob, uh, Jacob's there. Yeah. Who's a mo- he's huge. Yeah, <laughs> he's huge, and he and all these people get to go more often than I do, so they're progressing faster than me. So Jacob's huge. He whoops my ass every day. 
Tyler Pete's huge. Yeah. He's been, but he's been doing it for years, so he whoops my ass. Ruben's he's the instructor, so of course he's whooping my ass. Yeah, dude, it takes willpower to to just be like, I'm about to go get my ass whooped, but <laughs> I'm gonna get my ass whooped a little bit less than the day before. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm learning something. I'm you know production productive. Yeah, something's happening. You, you know, just pro- have to progression. have progression. It's just it just comes down to willpower. So all these yeah. people who like just keep putting it off. It's like, oh, you don't want it. You don't want it. Right, do it. right. That's so true. Yeah. And that's what, but that's with anything. It's not just with like we're talking about weight loss for reference, but yeah. that's with anything. Oh, that's absolutely. Like, like I, I'll, I'll be honest with me with this podcast. I've been talking about it for like two years. Yeah. Now I had, I was saving and moving money around over those two years so I could get a professional setup like I have now. Yeah. But you started with your phone. Bro, I mean, you, you you were on that one of the first episodes. Yeah. You know, we were at the, oh, I watched, like yeah. a kitchen table, like yeah, phone I, recording. Cool, because I was one of I was. That's why I just happened. I wasn't even planning on being like on that episode. Yeah, I just wanted to learn some stuff from you, and you pulled out your phone and did it. Yeah, that's all. I mean, because you just got it started. Me, yeah. I I took two years to get mine started. Yeah, and a lot of it sometimes was just willpower. I was just like, ah, I'll do that. I'll do that down the road. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. And that that's all it was for me. Like, um, so I'd say about about a year and a half ago, my sister. Um, she came across like you know Anchor or the app. She was just like, "Oh, this is cool. It's convenient." And then she messaged me. She was like, "Yo, you should start a podcast." And I'm like, "Ah, you know, maybe." And then 2020 hit, shit show hit. You know, quarantine. I'm literally watching like some bullshit on TV. Like, uh, it was a uh, one of the media outlets. I'm um, watching it, um, and then you know it just hit me. It was like, look, they're sitting here talking to me about something that I really don't care about. Like maybe I should talk to other people about something that they could possibly care about, or just give my opinion or relate to, or relate to. Yeah, because it's easier for, for people to relate to a podcast than to relate to you know shit that the news or celebrities are putting out. Yeah, especially when it's so biased. Um, yeah, and they're they're the media's the enemy. Oh yeah, they're the bu- they're bullies. You know. Yeah, I yeah. won't even I won't even shout them out. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna call them the enemies. The uh, this was around like the first stimulus <clears throat> time, so. Uh, one of my really good friends, uh, Nick, Nick Jones, shout out to Nick. He, uh, he's a CPA. So, I mean, he knows, you know, finance and shit like that. So I called him, you know, I had questions about the first stimulus. Uh, this was new to us, you know, uh, around this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called him, you know, and I was like, look, you know, tell me about this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, wait, hold up. It's like, do you mind if I record this phone call? And then he was like, nah, man. I was like, okay. Cause I'm thinking about starting a podcast. This could be the first episode. Um, and I had, uh, like a shitty like little phone that I used to use, and I put anchor on that, you know, rec- hit record, um, and I put him on speakerphone, and we just had a conversation, you know, and then I published it, and it got somewhat of a response, you know, and then that turned into our episode, you know, with uh, Ruben, you and your sister, and you know, just from there, just kept building, you know. What I think what gave me motivation is one saying that. It was super easy to do and that people uh, really appreciated and enjoyed what I had to talk about. But also just watching other guys do it because we watch other podcasts every day. Why not start our own? Right. I mean, even if there's one person listening to it, like initially, I really didn't give a shit who was listening to it. You know, I I still I mean, I, I appreciate people listening, but I don't numbers don't. No. You know what I'm saying? I don't let that bother me, you know? Yeah like followers or any of that stuff. Yeah, I'll pump out my stuff because, you know, I'm, I'm enjoy, I, I enjoy it, you know, and I want you to hear it. But I'm not about to spam you or, you know, spam you and just keep hitting you with all these links and all this bullshit. Like, if you listen to it, you listen to it. If yeah. you don't, go listen to somebody else. 
you yeah. know? I mean, you, I mean, you just took a, how, how long have you been, how long have you been out like from posting? It's been uh, a few weeks, huh? Yeah, it's been about. It was since before our, our race day. Race yeah. day was the last thing we did, but you didn't post it to your official podcast page. Yeah, yeah. So race day, race day, we did that one, and then I think that might have been like the last one. Yeah, or that or that but one. But it wasn't even with posted. A, a YouTuber, Mister yeah. Organic. Yeah, that was the last one you did. That yeah, was the last one you actually on posted. Spotify. Yeah. yeah, that that was like the last two. I did one with a uh, with with a boxer, like a legendary boxer. But after that, uh, that one hasn't even posted yet. Uh, I took almost a it? month off. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we took some took a lot of time off. And I think the reason being is I just wanted to sort of recoup coming into the new year. And now that we're here, you know, I'll just start put pumping out stuff and be more consistent, uh, better scheduling because I'm shit with time and schedules um, and just be more on point with it. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, uh, just see where it goes this year, because now we're starting at January, you know, like with your show, you're starting at the top of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you said, it's just an easy way to keep track. I started in April, you know, or like the, the beginning of April, which is fun. You know, mine just worked out that way. Yeah. 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 Mine just worked which out. So where I was it, like, okay, cool, well, though, you well know, I can start at the new year. And yeah. then I thought I was going to start the new year and then <sighs> <laughs> Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Apple. I'll leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway. But, uh, yeah. So, you know, just starting um, April was fine, but. Uh, just coming into this new year, you know, I mean, I guess it it is like an unofficial season two, um, but we're not going to we're just going to keep rolling with it. Uh, it's going to be episode thirty five or whatever the next one's going to be. Yeah. And you know? you're going to you're going to start video this year. Yeah. Are you yeah. starting it with your first episode this year? Or are you still lo- looking for equipment? I think. Uh, yeah, I got to I want to like lock in all the equipment first and then get like, you know, practice angles and all that shit. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, that's that takes work. We just got to make sure, like, the the things presented in the video are up to par. Right. <laughs> you know, because I definitely want everyone to have to that brew and bullshit feel. You know, I don't want you to watch the video yeah. and think about another show. Because it'd be cool to put... that. That's why I like getting... Or that's why I, you know, spent the money I did to get my own studio. Yeah. It's because I want to put... And it's still not done. Like, I've, I've told you before we started recording, like, some stuff I wanted to add... Or whatever, and eventually, you know, it'll be where I want it. Yeah. But because uh, I want it to have its own feel, its For own sure. vibe to it. And whenever you have For to, sure. whenever you have to, whenever I do go video, which I don't know when that'll be, I'll probably wait at least a year before I do that. Yeah. Whenever I do go video, you know, it's it's gonna be its own thing. Yeah. And like you know, if, if you're all doing this video at the same spot, it's gonna, I don't know. I just feel like it looks like you were just saying it looks all the same. Right. Right. And it's or people confusing. might get There's confused no- and think it's. The same yeah. show. Right. And it's all like the same brand, you know, there's no branding behind doing, no. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you definitely got to have your own like aesthetic and like a, your own style to your, you know, your show. And mm-hmm. you know what I learned about, cause honestly, initially I wanted to go video, you know, when I started the show, but what I learned about just doing audio, people listen, Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, you, yeah, I was you, surprised can, you can work out and play a podcast. You, you driving, take a road trip. Play a fucking podcast. Yeah. You know, like nobody who wants to listen to the radio, honestly. Yeah, radio's dead and they know. Radio's shit. And the people that talk on the radio in the mornings, it's basically like they're doing a podcast, but yeah. they're saying shit they can't say because they're on the air. Well, because also because also because they, yeah, they're on the air and they have, uh, they're under some sort of network that doesn't allow them to do it. Yeah. So, like, uh, I just watched an episode of, uh, 
Rich, I can't think of his last name. Uh, Fast and Loud, that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, he uh, he was on Rogan, right? And he was saying, you know, he's been wanting to do a podcast, but he signed a contract, you know, for uh, whatever A and E or something A and E years ago before a podcast was like super big or social media was super big. So you know, now that it's a thing, he's been wanting. He's like, oh fuck, I want to do, it, I want to do it, but he's on the contract. On contract. Yeah. He can't do shit. Now that he's about to like hang that up, he can actually start a podcast. Now. Yeah, I don't know how much longer uh, radio is going to last. Period. Because if if you think about what, how do people listen to music, they pull up their playlist on whatever it may be, Spotify, yeah. Pandora. Well, they, they say, pull up their own playlist. You play your own music because it's what you want to hear, yeah. or you do a podcast because what you want to hear, and yeah. you just pull that up. People really don't listen to for even before podcasts were big. Yeah. It was always like, oh, pass me the aux cord. Oh, because absolutely. people play their own shit. And we like, it's, there's two things that I've learned just about like us as a human race. We love reality shit. We love real shit. And we love on demand, like yeah. inconvenience. Yeah, we want it now. Right. You know, yeah. so, it's, you know, they say TV killed the radio star. Like, honestly, the internet killed fucking TV. TV. Yeah. You know, which means, extent, yeah. which means radio is completely dead. You know, yeah, radio's radio's dying. Yeah, that's just done for. You know, like it's. I, I honestly, I get annoyed. Movie like theaters when I, are dying too for the same reason. Yeah, no man. Movie theaters are going under, which is sad. Because I mean, you know, you want to take the kids. Or, oh man, I have so many fond memories oh of the God, uh, dude. The, my grandma was always sneaking snack. We always stop at this. We but when the movie theater in Orange was open, yeah, yeah, that yeah. little Shell gas station right there, we would all my grandma would always stop in, at the gas station, yeah. get us stuff, put it in her purse, <laughs> and sneak Dude. it in, bro. Every every time hey. she took us to go see a movie, every I'm time to crack you up. Just being raised in a <laughs> been raised in a, a black family, dude. I had fucking aunties that bring got Burger King in that bitch, bro. Oh. <laughs> no, bring a, a bucket of chicken in that motherfucker, bro. Oh, yeah, my family wasn't that cool. <laughs> Bring like a, a purse, like I had an aunt to bring a purse like that big, bro, and just fill it up. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. I remember, I remember whenever I used to go to the movies, the tickets were like four bucks. It was like four dollars to go to a movie in Orange, and then of course your grandma had the had the hookup with the snacks. Yeah, and dude, it was like it was the best. Oh man, yeah. But they're all going under, so. Yeah, and, uh, in Houston, man, they were uh, they had like I want to say three or four on the side that I lived on. They had three or four like dollar movie theaters. You yeah. know, it's literally like one or two dollars. They it's, should, it's older. Movies. It should be though. Yeah, it should be because movie theaters like everything is marked up so high. Oh man, I, the, I, I remember reading something about the markup of uh, popcorn at movie theaters. Yeah, like how much money they make off of it. It's, like it's insane. Bucks. It's well, it's like for every for every dollar of like the kernels and stuff that they have to buy, they profit. I forgot how much. I mean, it's yeah, they make them. It seems like they make their insane. money off like the concessions and the, you know, the snacks and all that shit. Oh yeah, you know, it's crazy. Well, then they well, that's that's probably whenever that was. Now that you think, now I'm thinking about it, that's probably one of the red flags of when they started going under was when the ticket price started jacking up. Mm, yeah, because you got to think like I mean, like I just said, the tickets were like four bucks in orange. Yeah, and then the you snacks. What, the snacks were always high. You know what else is dying? Uh, like Redbox. Yeah, Redbox dying. It's dead, bro. When, and when Redbox came out, like that shit was like groundbreaking. Yeah, you know, because because like, it, you kind of got on demand. Because when it first came out, they'd mail it to you. Yeah, they'd mail your movies. Same thing. with Netflix. Netflix like mailed you. Yeah, you know, like uh, but Redbox like killed Redbox and Netflix like in the beginning killed Blockbuster. 
You know, like I, I miss those trips to that store, man. Blockbuster like, was awesome. Yeah, you know, it, it killed that. Honestly and ultimately, <clears throat> though, the internet just killed everything. Yeah. That, that's all it boils down to. I feel like there's still something they could do with the movie theaters, though, to make you because really you just have to make it interesting. Yeah, for sure. You have to make it interesting. I think what if, people uh, still what people do still go to movie theater wise is the ones where you get to where they serve you f- like full meals. Yeah, and you and it's not the the single chairs where you like no, you have like to have table. like good posture. Yeah. It's like a table and, and like it's a, honestly like kind of like a small chairs booth. like this. Yeah, yeah. If you go or to the like ones studio that small movie booths. grill. Like it's it's chairs like this, and there's a a bar in front of you. You can get alcoholic beverages. They have to make it interesting. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, another thing that's timeless is like a drive-in movie theater. That I think that sick. shit will stick around forever. If that, someone puts yeah. one out, you know, it's yeah. different, you know. I had an idea today. I was telling Manessa, we, we went to Starbucks. You know, I have a super simple order when I go there, yeah. you know. But I have, there was a car in front of us that had like, one, it was just the person in the car driving. And she sat there and ordered forever. And then whenever she got to the window, she had one one drink come out and took off. <laughs> Bro, people get so she so. she was she was or she and not just like because we, we had our window down, so you could, so you could hear. Yeah, she wasn't like it wasn't like she was waiting for the person to get to her. Yeah, the person was like, oh, what well, you know? Can I help you? And she was like, okay, I need to get. And she her order went on for you know a minute. Bruh. And I was like, oh, okay, she probably got some food. Got went to the window. She had one drink come yeah. out and took off. Give me a grande iced coffee, no classic. Extra cream and three shots of espresso and that shit, and I, that's it. That's all I want. But every, but so I, I was telling Vanessa today, I was like, why don't why doesn't somebody open up a coffee shop around here where there's like a a little membership card? Yeah, where they where it's like you pay like two dollars a month to keep a membership open. And so that's an extra thing. You have a card. You come if if you come in, scan your card, and it's got your orders listed, and you just pick what you want. Mm. Or the person who's working the the counter can just say. Like oh you want your 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 number one like yeah. you have your own number one ah that's a it makes it so idea. much easier yeah than sitting there having to listen to somebody yeah that's go a, that's a good idea and trying dude. to not fuck up the order because you're like <laughs> okay did you say with foam yeah and and sweet cream you just scan yeah just, yeah, just scan like, the boop, card yeah hit number one and you're good yeah even if they did like a uh, membership card where uh, it had your order on it. Like you can go online and like customize and make your order. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you scan it. And then every time it's just like, just say three fifty or $4. So it's not a monthly membership, but it's just a card where it's literally for, I think that gives people incentive to literally come every day and that business will make money. It makes it easy. Yeah. You know, but what I'm also saying? if you like, put, you could maybe, and you could even do it, like put money on the, is there, are you saying like you could put like money on the card? Yeah, or because because then you could just yeah, do yeah, it. And yeah, pay yeah. For See, it. I didn't think about that. I'm thinking like just like just scan the card right. It has your order and whatever. It doesn't matter what the hell you ordered. You know, of course, by size wouldn't matter. But just say you order a medium uh, latte, whatever. Uh, it's four bucks. And no matter what you want in it, out of it, you know, it's four dollars every time you scan it. Mm, yeah. You know, and that's but, true. But that would make that make more sense to have money on that card and they just or just to have that for to have the access to put money on the card. Yeah, that'd yeah, be that'd be cool. But I think that gives people incentive because I mean, at Starbucks, you can spend on one drink almost ten fucking dollars. Especially, dude. The that's another thing that's that's another thing that's huge is the the profit in, in coffee yeah. is insane because coffee beans are super fucking cheap. Oh man, yeah. So I mean, I'll tell you off air, but uh, well, I'll just say it on air. Me and my ex, we had an idea for a coffee shop because she's really really good with uh, uh, coffee and all that shit. She knows about it. I like it, but I don't know shit about coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know how it's made, but you know, I don't know anything else. Uh, but we had an, a whole like business idea for a coffee shop and I'll show you. And, uh, 
uh, just tell you the name of it and all that shit off air. But it'd be sick, man. That's a good business to uh, to get into, I think, because it's low overhead. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to find a good location. Only thing that sucks now is orange. Like, you have to get people to really buy into the uh, small business aspect uh, of it. Dude, as, because with, now we have with Starbucks. Starbucks being now here, we have Starbucks. It's almost impossible. I mean, the the place down here was doing Jumping okay. Bean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're still doing anything, though. Ah, uh, really? I don't know. I'm, I, that's that's what my, my point is. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I have no clue just because of you, you know, know what I've going been, other places. You know what I've been uh, noticing? Like, the, the nutritional <clears throat> spots out here are doing well. Or like even yeah, the orange nutrition and stuff. Yeah, like they're, yeah, they're doing okay. Yeah, there's there's y'all have several out here now. Yeah, because they're doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so they all want to go off each other. But I, my thing was, because uh, I went, I went to uh, Orange Nutrition to support Chris. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm like, really had no interest in getting it, but I was like, I'll support him. So yeah. I want to, you know, my uh, Manessa wanted to go, so I was like, I'll go, and I went and got something. And it was like super fucking thick what I had, and it was like kind of gritty. Mm. And I was talking to, uh, I was talking to Ruben and Madison about it, and they were saying, well, that since it's it's orange nutrition, it's under, it's all all their stuff has to be like Herbalife, yeah, yeah, yeah. supplements or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, I heard about well, that. They have guidelines, so like you have to, it has to be like eighty percent Herbalife stuff, or like they have like certain uh, ratios that you have to follow. Yeah, and like since that's the case. It makes it to where it's like thick and gritty, and it doesn't. And whatever flavor that I got the, um, I got the cinnamon toast crunch um, mm. oh, shake. Damn, I bet that was good. No, it sounded good, but <laughs> but there's so much Herbalife in it, you don't really get the cinnamon toast crunch uh, taste of. Okay, it. you, the it's there. Yeah, it's there, but it's like drinking a Lacroix. It's uh, like there's flavor there, but it's more like some. It's more right. like somebody was talking about the flavor around it, and it didn't actually put it in it. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? What the fuck is this shit, It's like there's man. a rumor of the flavor in like, there. Like, the theory tasted better than this. Yeah. And so, that's, so as soon as I left, as soon as I left just being, like, business-minded, I was like, why, did, why didn't somebody start their own place? Yeah. And then, also on the menu, instead of just saying, okay, give me this, you can say, I want this with whole milk, low-fat milk. Like, you can just mm. change it up. Yeah. Well, but when you do through Orange Nutrition or the um, not just Orange Nutrition, when you do it through the Herbalife people, you have to follow their rules. Yeah, you could. So I, it just doesn't make sense. I wonder if you could do like maybe have like a menu where it's like stuff that incorporates Herbalife, but then have like. But a if Herbalife's involved, they're gonna want their they're gonna want their shit done a strictly. Way. Like okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say or just have like a smaller menu. Yeah, secret like <laughs> inspired. Yeah, shit. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like I don't know, man. I just feel like (laughs) ever since I got in the mindset of starting, you know, my own business, and I've just been like, just do it your own way, right, dude? It it might take it might take longer. It might take longer and cost more money, but do it your own way. Yeah, well, own own all your shit. Honestly, man, since um since since LCM, bro, like I ran off to Houston, right? Um, I yeah, I ran off by myself, young knucklehead. You know, I, I needed work. You know, I was a young kid. Mom, she was like, you know, you got to get the fuck out. Because I wasn't, you know, like, religious at the time. Um, anyhow, like, I went to Houston. Worked little odd jobs. Waiter, whatever, you know. I, I started meeting people as, like, a server, you know, waiter. Uh, I got into the hotel business. And I did that for, like, 10 years, right? And after, like, 10 years of working for somebody else, I realized, like, okay, I mean, I definitely can't go own my own hotel, but I have enough contacts to where I could find other work 
and maybe work for myself. And around this time when I decided to give that shit up, like the Internet's starting to pop off. You could just start businesses. Right. So I started like marketing for small hotels, you know, that don't know how to make money, really, Mm -hmm. you know, other than people just regulars just coming in and getting a room, you know, and then that's what like just the Internet and uh, honestly, YouTube, that's what taught me like, yo, I can do like what I want to do and work on my own schedule, you know, whenever I want, you know, you just got to know what you want to do, how you're going to get there. You know what I'm saying? And just plan out like a business model that makes sense. It has to be practical for sure. Yeah. You well, know you also have to understand that you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. you, like you said, like you just said, <clears throat> you're not going to own your own hotel. Well, if you, nah. if you, if that's the plan, if that's the ultimate, if that's the ultimate goal to have like a hotel or maybe an apartment complex or something, yeah, then you have to know like, okay, I got to start somewhere. So maybe I start flipping houses. Yeah. You know, start flipping houses, get a couple houses that I own, that I rent out, make income properties, and these houses pay for the next house I'm going to flip. For sure, yeah. And then you just start that way. And yeah. then eventually, Dude, you I know, just, the ultimate goal is, you know, more achievable because now you have a plan like where you start yeah. and how you build to that. Yeah, for sure. I just came across, uh, this must have been two, three months ago, <clears throat> I came across this biz- business model. It's fucking wild, bro. So these people, I mean, of course, you got to develop like decent, like adequate credit. But uh, these people or these guys, young guys, uh, like must be like uh, a little bit younger than me about your age. Right. So these guys are going around and they're signing leases on like either apartments or like homes. You know, they're signing a lease under a business name and they're calling it like a, like a corporate lodging. You know, that's how they're able to sign so many leases at a time. But what they're doing is they'll sign a lease on a house. Right. Take three bedroom home and then put that house on Airbnb and they do short term rentals. You know what I'm saying? So they hmm. furnish it. They furnish the house and then they put it on Airbnb. You got to have permission from the landlord and the people that yeah, are over the apartments. You got to sign like some sort of agreement. But they're making the rent times two times three, depending on where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Mm, and yeah. all, it, all it really boils down to is, uh, you know, of course, being in compliance with all the rules in that city or laws or whatever it is. But just being able to. And with that. I was going to say market, but with that, you don't even have to market. You put it on Airbnb, markets itself. Yeah. You know? So I saw that business model. I'm like, dude, that's fucking genius. Huh. Yeah. I was a homeowner. I'd never agree to that. <laughs> nah. But I could do this myself. Nah, Why but, would I? So, so some of these guys, like, they even agree, like, look, we'll have the house. We'll make the guests pay uh, for the cleaning professionally. Right. So they include yeah, it's that. Included, yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the price. So some of these guys, you know, they, they have like a. Uh, you know, a, a, a cleaning crew come in. Uh, but all this shit just got me thinking like, yeah, I worked in the hotel industry, but, you know, I didn't only just meet so many different types of people, but I met housekeepers. I met mm-hmm. other people that worked the front desk. I could have those people on a team doing something like that for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I met like a housekeeper just Elsa was one of them. And that's her real name. You know, like uh, I met her, you know, and man, Elsa got super tight. I could hit up Elsa right now and be like, look, I'm starting a business. I will pay you two times what they're paying you, you know, come work for me or, you know, come work with me. Or the, you know, I don't know what housekeepers make, but let's say it's, you know, $10 an hour, $12 an hour. Yeah. You could, if you have contact with her, you can be like, especially if you include the cleaning fee into the, into the Airbnb, like, uh, price. Yeah. Say it's cause I, I, I went to book one. I think it was like $75 for the cleaning fee. So you could just tell her like, you know, especially because really people aren't going to make that big of a mess. Nah. 
No. Especially if they're there for a night, two nights. You yeah. know, you wouldn't think they'd make that and big of a mess. You, it takes her, what, two hours to clean the house? Exactly. And she makes $75. And honestly, with something like that, you just really want to uh, focus on, like, a, a certain area. You know, like, you want to make money, yeah. But like you said, you know, people don't, you know, they're not going to destroy the the property or the room depending on where you're at, you know. And that's one thing I learned in the hotel industry. You know, I'd go and just look over some of the rooms the housekeepers were cleaning. Some of the rooms, it looked like someone didn't even, nobody was in the room, you know. Like, yeah. you know, somebody maybe slept in the bed. Because a lot of times bed. people just sleep in the bed. Like right. Because you got, like, I know for most of the time I'm in a hotel, it's because um out, I'm in Houston or wherever to do something. Yeah. So I'm, you there, for, I'm there for a bachelor party. I'm there for somebody's birthday and something. So I go there, I change, shower, and leave. Right. And right. I'm gone. That's it. Yeah. Man, so at the so most, you got to, you know, clean the bathroom. And, yeah. And definitely change the sheets. <laughs> yeah. I want to get all that shit changed. But, you know, just uh, what, what I was getting at with, with all of that, though, you know, it's just the, the internet has made it so easy. Um, for everyone to, you know, find a hustle to make money, you know, it's crazy, man. I wish uh, OnlyFans would go public, though, so we can invest in some stocks. Oh, dude. <laughs> Bro, yeah. they have IPO, where you at? Because I need to, I need to man, invest. Because I saw, um, I, we, me and Manessa got, or I got a OnlyFans, like, I made a, not an account, like, to where I'm posting stuff, but to where, yeah. like, I could see stuff. Because me and Manessa wanted to see this one girl's stuff. I was like just like scrolling through there or whatever, and there's for one OnlyFans isn't just porn. Nah, like OnlyFans is like any content that the person wants to put out that they don't want it to be censored or to get demonetized by by a, whatever platform they're putting it on. You can put it on there and, and not get demonetized. Yeah. So we were going through it, and there are some girls who have no business posting what they're posting on there. N- none. Like what? Like like they were posting porn. Yeah. But they shouldn't. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'll be nice, but they shouldn't be posting. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, some of them, some of it's like fifty bucks a month, thirty five a month. But even even people who so some people do it where it's free to subscribe, and you have to, but you have to pay per post that you unlock. Yeah, and dude, these some of these people are making a fuck like because you can see the tips at the bottom of each post. Yeah, have you have you been on there? I've been I've been on the site, but I've, I've never paid attention to like the tips. If you look at it, like each post, you can see the tips, like how, the how much people tip to that post. Yeah, and there's some p- posts on here. I'm like, how the fuck does this girl make five hundred dollars on this yeah, post, yeah, bro? <laughs> of of just her like showing cleavage. Yeah, well, I think uh, just you know, just with the whether females on there doing or whoever's on there doing porn or whatever it is, maybe if, even if it's not porn, if it's just showing you know some sort of skin. What a lot of them fail to realize, they also don't think like we do, like in a business sense, where all you need to do, you could say 10 bucks a month, right? Mm-hmm. Get you 20 people to do that 10 bucks mm-hmm. a month. That's two, two, two grand just to literally sit at home and take pictures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or, you know, just say 30, 30 people, you know, or just say $15 a month. Yeah. See, I look at that. I, I think that way, but I think about like uh, merchandise. Oh yeah, yeah, merchandise also. Um, <clears throat> like eventually doing. Mer- when, are you doing merchandise for your show? Or are you? Or is that something twenty twenty one? Maybe something in twenty twenty one. Right now, man, I don't know why. I thought it would be a lot easier, and but honestly, I'm not really pushing it too much. But the Patreon, bro, like there's literally I have one patron, <laughs> and hey, I, you can, don't I can't believe it. that shit. Like honestly, I'm like 
you know, no offense, everybody listening and enjoying the show, but I'm like, yo, I have one fucking Patreon. Like, come on, come on. But you don't post, you don't push it that much. No, nah, I don't push it at all. So <laughs> but that, I, I just, I figured, you know, just with the, the amount of content I've given out for free so far, you know, that maybe we could get people to, you know, sign yeah, up. But well, I think people want to see like some sort of frequency like on the Patreon. Yeah. And then maybe, you know, it'll, I'm not, I'm going to get consistent with the show before I start a Patreon because yeah, I'd, I'd know, wait if, a long while, honestly, because <clears throat> if you well, I don't, Hey, I, I don't have any shame in pushing it because I don't look if, if people don't want to, you know, pay to, cause I want to make sure I have something to give them yeah, a Patreon. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to start a Patreon and then whoever has, whoever, is one of my Patreon subscribers. I don't want them to be getting exactly what anybody can get. Right, right, right. Like yeah. if you're if you're paying if you're gonna give me you know say five dollars a month like to support the show and to help me grow and help me you know put out merchandise and stuff like that. Yeah. Then you're gonna get you're gonna get something. You're gonna get like a bonus episode. You're gonna get extended episodes. Yeah. Uh, if you you know because you can create tiers. So say some say I have like a ten dollar a month tier. Okay, well then that person's gonna get a free every time I come out with a new piece of merchandise, they're gonna get one free. Yeah, because by the time I say I do one quarterly, say I do new merchandise quarterly, well yeah. they've paid thirty bucks by then. Yeah, so they they, they can get it free. Oh yeah, you for know sure. what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah, and it, it's just like you're basically giving them some sort of incentive, you know? So. Right, and yeah, it's just an incentive, or it's just something like a something to make them want to do it, like a thank you for you know supporting. Yeah. You know, because I mean, there's really only so many ways you can say thank you. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can say it, you say it in the podcast, but it's you know, or say it in person, but yeah. you know, you got to give. I feel like you got to give them something. You can't just give Patreon subscribers the, the same, same thing, same shit everybody's getting. Everyone's getting, yeah, that makes. Now, sense. Now, if they just want to support just because they want to support, that's great. But yeah, yeah, I'm gonna wait till I have something to offer people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of people are, or everyone, shit, including myself. You know, we're clutching on. To uh, you know, those dollars a little bit tighter, you know, than yeah. previously, you know, because there's some crazy shit going on, man. Um, yeah, man. I just I don't even I don't even know where to begin with, you know, what happened uh, recently. Yeah, I don't know. That's because because you know you know how it goes on the internet. As soon as you know they show the stuff going up the Capitol, it's like um, I don't know, man. They the conspiracy theories get a hold of it. Yep. And then you have it's like I I I'm a big fan of the block button this year. Um I blo- <laughs> I blocked that dude that uh sent me that message on a uh, You blocked him. I blocked him, yeah. Oh shit. I blocked that dude that sent me that stupid message on uh on yeah. my Facebook page. Yeah. Don't <laughs> block him. But I I blocked like six people yesterday over the um over all the uh stuff that happened at the Capitol. Yeah. Because you have so you have all these people, right? You have the you have the people who like the Black Lives Matter people who are saying like oh if they're black they'd have been shooting them which yeah. we'll get into that and then you have the Trump supporters who think nothing's wrong and then you have the people who are also Trump supporters who think it is wrong but are for the protest which is okay I agree with that and then you have the people who are like the conspiracy theorists who start like dropping all these shit out there that make people think. And then it's just like it's so much chaos. There's it's that's the perfect word. It's nothing but 
fucking chaos, man. Like this morning, like I'm trying to stick to my social media fast, if you will. But like this morning, I just scrolled on Instagram. I just did one scroll, you know, like I've bro, it's gotten to a point where I've been counting how many times I do that on Instagram. But I just did that. And I'm just like watching it, you know, and I'll do it maybe once or twice. But uh, it's gotten to a point where. All you see is whatever the fuck happened the day before. So, like, recently, you know, uh, what was this, yesterday? This crazy shit happened? Yeah, yeah. You know, so all you see is pictures of these people storming uh, the Capitol. But for me, you know, I'm watching this and I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, like, whether it's the media or politicians, do they really expect me to believe this shit? Like, it's not even believable to me. What do you mean by like that? people storming the Capitol and these ter- crazy Trump supporters that look super young, almost like liberals, mm-hmm. you know, like the, it, it's it's crazy. Like it's I, I, I don't buy it. You know, everyone else is like, oh, like, you don't think it happened or because it definitely I, happened. It happened. I don't think it's genuine. I think they could have been hired. Or I think that, you know what I'm saying? It could have been. See, this is the theory that I saw that I believe the most. Like, I don't, I don't believe, I don't buy it, you know? Well, the, see, this is, okay, this is something that I, that I and told. I'm not, I don't like Trump whatsoever. Like, I, right. I set that straight, but, you know, I don't buy all the shit that I saw yesterday, you know, about them. You, you think know? they just let it happen or it was planned? I think it was probably planned. Okay. This is what I think. This is my, this is my takeaway from it. Okay. First of all. We got to set something straight for this is for everybody. Yeah, it's for everybody. And it's not just talking about what happened at the Capitol. This is talking about life in general. Everybody looks at life like it's black and white. They want to be not and not. I'm not meaning race. I mean, they no, look no, no, at, no. I know what you they mean. They want everything to be black and white. The world is not black and white. It's multi. It's countless shades of gray. Yeah, it's not black and white. Yeah. So when There's you look at it, it, so when you look at that and you're like, oh, it's these crazy Trump supporters. That's what okay. I'm saying. That's well, it. see, here's the thing. So they were protesting at first, yeah. which there's we have a right to protest. I'm I'm all for protest. Protest all you want. There's there's a right. You have the right to protest. Yeah. So it started as a protest, and then it turned into what it turned into. Now, how did that transpire? Who knows? But <laughs> here's the thing. This is what I. This is what I. This is my take on it. Because you see the videos. I don't know if you saw the video of the police. Of the police, uh, the Capitol Police, they move the barricade and let just let people walk through. I saw that video. Okay, yeah, I saw several. So this, so you see that, and then you hear about Antifa was there, and they were disguised as Trump supporters and stuff. My takeaway from it, and you know, I can be, I can change my mind tomorrow or change my mind by the time you're done talking about it. What I took took away from it, and it, my perception of it was, I believe that it was a protest. Antifa was clearly there after I showed you. Remember, I showed you that picture a minute yeah. ago of that Antifa guy who was at the Black Lives Matter rally and then at the Trump rally. Okay, the same guys at both places. He's probably part of Antifa, and Antifa is just there to create chaos. Yeah. So I really, I firmly believe that it was a protest, and Antifa did what they do, create chaos. And Trump supporters followed suit because they saw it happening. Mm. So I don't think it was necessary. Now it could have happened without Antifa. That make no. That makes but a lot. I, I firmly, logically, that makes way more. I sense. firmly believe that Antifa was there, dressed as Trump supporters like they do. They always dress, you know, along with the crowd. Yeah, in accordance. <laughs> accordance, they follow in with the crowd. Yeah, I firmly believe that they showed up, dressed as Trump supporters. They got the. 
got the ball rolling. And once they got the ball rolling, more people were like, oh, well, this is what we're doing. It's like a group thing. Like, when, okay, when COVID started and everybody was buying toilet paper. And everybody was like, why the fuck is everybody buying yeah, all the toilet but paper? everyone followed it was, suit. It was, yeah. panic, it was panic buying and then everybody started. So it's a it's a phenomenon that people do. It's And it's basically panic buying. Like you yeah. see something happening. And so you, like, if you were to turn a, cor- a street corner and you yeah. see a group of people, a group of 100 people running towards you, you'd be like, fuck, I got to run from whatever they're oh, running absolutely. From. And you'd follow suit. Absolutely. Right. So at the Capitol yesterday... You know, Antifa or whoever starts getting it going. Maybe they get a couple regular Trump supporters with them, yeah. and they start doing this. Well, then everybody's like, "Oh, this is what we're doing." And then, so and the police moving the barricade—that's a fucking life. That's like at their in their eyes, that's a life or death decision. Absolutely, that's a that's a game time decision where you're like, I'm, "I don't want to fucking die." Yeah, fuck this job. That's the ultimate fuck this job. Was yeah. yesterday when they said, "I'm just gonna let him in because yeah. I don't." I mean, I don't want to. I want to go back home to my family. Well, it's well. So this and this is the way I was explaining it to Manessa. The same thing can happen. The the police do police and like in prison. Okay, I'll use prison for a, a example. Like the the warden, the guards, the uh, correctional officers, oh, okay. all these COs. people. <laughs> they do not. They do not keep everything calm. Yeah. They or they do not allow everything to run the way it runs. The prisoners allow it to run the way the prison runs, because if you think about it. There's way more prisoners than there is officers. Oh, absolutely. And the so officers, they, both sides know that. So if all the prisoners, all group decided, we're, we're not having this shit, they'll yeah. take over a prison. And we've seen this before. I think yeah. a prison in Pittsburgh got taken over uh, a long oh, time man, ago because the same thing. fucking chaos. There, I'll have to find that documented. A prison, a prison in Pennsylvania somewhere, I think, got taken over before and they took the guards hostage because they all decided, we're not going to have this shit. Damn. So yesterday... Manessa was saying, she was like, where, well, where's all the gu- police? They're fucking there. Yeah. But when there's, you know, 100, 200 police officers versus thousands of people, you're yeah. not going to win that battle. No, 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 And no. you can't start. And then to go into the Black Lives Matter thing where all the people were saying if they were black, they had been uh, killing all of them. I don't agree with that because I think you can't just kill thousands of Americans like that. You'd yeah. have to be shooting thousands of people. Yeah. And also... I don't think they were shooting them because of the group of people that it was. Because it is Trump supporters who are gun-toting Americans. And they're like, this is a fuck. This will be a war. Yeah. If we shoot them, it's a war. And you're fighting for your life. Yeah. And so that's why I think all the shoot... I think it was officers doing what... Getting scared in the moment and being like, okay, well, we're just going to let it... We're just going to let it happen because we can't stop this. Yeah, it's a... <clears throat> that's know, what I think. And in regards to... No, you make a super valid point, you know, just with that the group <clears throat> of people. But, in, you know, in, in regards to, like, the the actual officers there, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Because, I mean, I've seen videos where the some of the people protesting were, like, taking selfies with the officers. Like, I mean, officers leaning in and taking a fucking picture. See, like what what the hell is going on, bro? Well, let me let me so I'll say <laughs> like, this I'll say this just from my cuz I don't I'm not a police officer or anything, but I deal with violent people at yeah. my work. Sometimes at my at least in my experience, sometimes to try to keep things calm, you play with the person. Yeah. So for example, I had a person who, you know, clearly, you know, psychotic. He was talking about starting his own military to fight ISIS and all that stuff. And instead of being like, you can't start your own military. That doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah. And he was like, oh, we're going to ride horses. And like, I could have been like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. But instead of doing that to keep him calm so I can get what I needed from him. Yeah. I was like, I love that idea. 
you know, I played with him yeah. and to do it. So maybe, so these, all you, when you see these police officers doing that and look, I could be giving them benefit of the doubt, yeah. but I'm just saying from my experience, I know if I'm trying to keep things calm, I'm going to try to keep. My, at least to protect myself, yeah. I'm going to be cool with whoever. Yeah, for sure. You, to protect myself. I, I guess my whole thing is you think that we're <clears> talking <throat> about the the capital, the, the security at the capital. Right. So you think there would be a little bit better protocol to a situation like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, had it been, this was dem, considered domestic terrorists. You know, not even had it been black people, you know, not like my people. But had it been, just say, someone from like, uh, you know, from overseas you know what i'm saying like yeah. coming this way we probably would have handled it a little bit differently but, and this this is you another know? this is another point i was making yesterday um because so there was that one girl that got shot and she she ended up dying See, i didn't even know that okay so she now here's the thing so i have respect for her from before because she was a she was she did serve in the military i think she served 14 years in the military damn she served her she served her country respect her i have a ton of respect for the military yeah man but for sure that's what you fucking get. Yeah. She got shot and that guess what? That's what you get. That's what happened. What was she like what was uh, So she got shot outside of the chamber, like the I think it's called the chamber floor or whatever it is where they where you see them all speaking whenever they're going over, you know, whatever the issue maybe like yesterday it was they were counting the doing the electoral vote yeah. thing. So she was outside that door where she got shot. Mm. And there guess what? That's what you fucking get. You know about what because, time this was? Because I mean, I, I watched some of the coverage, but it was it was early. I don't know. I don't know what time it was, but I just know that because eventually they, it was before they got in. It was oh, before they shit, actually okay. got in. Because oh, the people who got in that got was in early, early. Yeah. So the people who got in actually got in from the upper level, from what I can understand. Mm. They got in from the upper level and dropped down. Ah, okay. Well, okay. so bef- but before that, you got to. This is why I say I think more people should have been shot. Honestly. Because more people should have been shot. Because when you think about it, so what happened, right? Protesting, perfectly legal. Yeah. The, you know, pushing up against the barricades and sit, that that's fine. I can deal with yeah. that. Breaking past the barricades, I can deal with that. Getting on the steps of the place, fine. Yeah. Cool. Stay Getting outside. in the fucking Stay outside. Body. Here's the fucking thing. To get past the barricades, they were assaulting police officers. Yeah. They were pepper spraying police officers. Okay, so one, assault on a police officer. There's your first crime. We get into that. Then you broke. They had to break in. They yeah. broke broke windows, broke doors open, breaking and entering. Second, destruction of public of a uh, public property. Yeah. Boom. Pa- also, it's a government property. government property. Yes. Yeah. So Fuck. plus it's capital. So there you go. So you're breaking and entering. They're stealing. They're doing all this stuff. Imagine somebody's doing those things to your house. Yeah. You're fucking shooting them. Oh, absolutely. I'm shooting them. I'm blinking. Yeah. I'm not hesitating. I'm shooting. <laughs> yeah. Them. You break into my house. I'm shooting you. Yeah. So, if you're if they're committing all these crimes now, the people who followed suit, that's that's where it gets tough because people who just followed in, like, oh shit, the door's open, we're going in. Yeah, they should. I mean, they should have known not to go, but also, they weren't the ones breaking in. They just they went in, and it is. You think it, it could be a possibility that also? I mean, I think there were so much so many people. That's why they weren't shooting more. Yeah, because it would have been it would have been it would have been a riot, and it'd have been it would have been a war. Um, but like what I'm getting at is like it's. I honestly don't trust any politician, but you think it could also be a poss- possibility that like one side is so like, uh, I guess arrogant or maybe egotistical is the word that they'll allow they'll allow something like this to happen to humiliate someone like Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
I think that can be too. a possibility. Like, okay, let's let them just wreak havoc, you know, because this that makes can, him look that much worse. Yeah, and that's a, that's a theory I saw. I saw them saying because you know all this all that was going on there was about counting the votes to see if you know possibly Donald right. Trump won or we got to redo, got to relook at the uh, election. Right. So yeah, this looks this does make him look bad because all he and, and all even, he had to do was concede respectfully, just leave. Or you and know, at first, and you know, at first he didn't tell people to leave. Uh, at first, yeah. he didn't tell people to go home. He's at first he said, "Remain peaceful." That's all he said. And they had already broken into the Capitol at that point. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I th- that's that. I mean, again, that's something that could have happened. I'm just saying from from the way it transpired, I think that's how it played out. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, because because after all that happened, after all that happened, Mitch McCon- Mitch McConnell said um, something along the lines of, "After Everything the after happened. the protests and people breaking into the Capitol, if we conceded to this, people would never respect another election, because then they, then they would know yeah. all they would have to do is throw a huge fit and break into shit, and then they can get with their way." Yeah, yeah. So that, I don't like so yeah. That's, I don't like that greedy motherfucker. But that is such a good point. Though. But it's a great point. Yeah, bro. I agree it's, with him on that because I mean, just say everything they overturn the election, right? It's literally like someone pissed on the constitution. You know but it's what I'm also saying? like it's somebody like, threw. A, it's like it's like your kid throws a fit, and so you give them their way. Yeah, yeah. That's such a good point. Yeah. And so whether the, so at this honestly at this point whether the election was rigged or not. We can't we well, can't have it go back to all right. Way. So two points. My thing is like, why the fuck is it news that there's any type of fraudulence in, in an election? That shit's been going on since yeah, before a, we yeah. were born, you know. And secondly, like only I mean, dummies don't know that, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy though, you know. Like it, that shit's been going on forever. But secondly, it's like I, I mean, we both have friends that voted both ways, you know, or either way rather. Uh, secondly, if you voted for Trump. I have no, I have, I still respect you. I don't give a shit. You're a human being. If we're friends, we're still going to be friends. You have an opinion. You have a right to an opinion. <clears throat> yeah. You know, um, I have a right to an opinion, whoever I voted for. Uh, but, you know, I think a lot of people that did vote for him will sit and say, like, look, bro, you lost. Move on. Let's let's move on. I mean, there's a lot of people that would say, you know, fuck that, you know, let's overturn, blah, blah, blah. But I think there's a lot of people that you and I it's both just know. just because the type of character that Trump is. Yeah, is why it's because he he didn't because you think he's the first president that ever was like, I got fucked in this election. Absolutely not. No, he's not the first. I'm one. sure Mitt Romney thought that. I'm pretty sure he said that last but night. But see, he see Trump keeps going about it. He keeps yeah. going about it. He has such a big social media presence. He's going, he's going, he's going. And so that's why I think that's part of why it escalated to the point that it did, because he wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. And now, look, if you. He's not the first president to get screwed over. Nah. But the rest of them did what they were supposed to. They're like, look, right. fuck it. Yeah, the rest of them were, I think this is the uh, the difference. Uh, the rest of them were politicians. He's not a politician. Yeah, he, you know? But he's such a polarizing figure. That's why he also... True. Because you got to think, even if it was Antifa that inside of the chaos yesterday, yeah. the Trump supporters followed. And... That's a speci- that's a special type of group to be able to True. to split second dec- if they because if you're there to peacefully protest and you split second decide fuck it this is what we're doing let's go yeah that's not a rational thought I just I, I wouldn't have, I would have never done that I love how like you know I do love how we're like evolving so much with the internet but I've said it since I was like 18 years old that shit's gonna the internet's gonna help us evolve but it's also gonna destroy us and what I mean by that is as these younger folk get older. 
they are literally swaying to whatever the majority is agreeing to. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like majority of it, supposedly majority of America feels like the, or close to the majority feels like the election was screwed, right? So everyone's going to feel that way. No mm-hmm. one does their own research yeah, anymore. I was just about it's to say, very you do sad, research. you know, because it's, why? It's because our attention span shit. Yeah, you know? we want the work done for us. Right, you know, and it's like our attention spans literally, what, two, three seconds? I'll say- It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a goldfish. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's crazy, bro. I just, another thought I had this morning is, because I, I I don't vote. I won't vote. Well, I'll, I'll never, I'll never hey, vote. <laughs> no, and I'm dapping you up because, you know, uh, not no disrespect to our country, but I'm dapping you up because uh, recently- Said that, you know, I said it vocally to someone. I said, look, I didn't even vote this time. And it, it almost was like they made me feel like shit for saying that, you know, because it's so traditional yeah. and they're used to people telling them that they have to vote. I said, who the fuck well, was who, I going to well, vote for? But here, think about this. <laughs> think about the way they're doing it these days. You know, how are, they, how are they doing it when you scroll through social media when it's election time? When you scroll through social media, you see Kanye. Kim Kardashian, all these pe- all these famous celebrities showing their "I voted" sticker. Yeah, because they are sh- they're like pushing your vote and your vote matter. Your vote doesn't matter. If you think your vote matters, you're an idiot. Do yeah. do some do your own research and under- figure out how the elections work. Your vote means nothing. Yeah. Now I will vote for city and state absolutely. elections. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll vote for those, but I will never vote for a president. Well, that, that's another thing. My not until it changes because I don't agree with the way our elections are run now. Yeah, not me either. And that's another thing uh, my brother and I talked about. Like, we're talking about just like, uh, you know, the Capitol Hill being fucked over and all that shit that happened yesterday. But also, like, if you just live, honestly, if everyone, you live within your means and value the the people in the elected office around you and your city or your state. I think your 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 life will be so much easier, and you'll be a lot happier. I think it's so. just a value like our mayor or the governor. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? As opposed to oh, I got a Mitch McConnell, uh, Donald Trump, Joe Biden. Fuck all those people. They don't yeah. one. They don't give a shit about you. Yeah, that's what I made. I <laughs> made know? a post. I made a post during the election about how I was curious as to how people get so infatuated with a person who they've never met. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's people because. There's a lot of Trump supporters on, my, and one one girl responded, and she and she made a good point because she was saying, he, you know, some stuff is going to directly affect some stuff that Biden's wanting to do is going to directly affect her life. Okay. Oh yeah, but I the, get that. But here's they, the thing: they go down this livelihood rant. But bullshit. they, but they get to the point where I said in the post, I said some of you are going to cry when another person, when one of the guys doesn't get elected. Yeah. I don't understand how you get to that point. Right. Because if it was me, like uh, my uncle, my uncle run, ran for a uh, judge. Around here, and he and he lost, and I felt some type. I would, I didn't cry about it. But I felt some. Type, I was like, oh man, because you know, I'd really like to see that for him, for sure, his family, right? Right. I'd like to see that. That, for that him. would have been big, yeah. Right. I'd like to see that for him, but somebody who I've never met who's going to make decisions that can affect your life, and you have no say so. Well, my, and they might tell you one thing, but when it comes time to follow up on that, yeah. they could change their mind. And guess what? You voted for him, and there's nothing you can do exactly. about it. Exactly. Well, I'll just give this like just compare and contrast, man. So. Uh, I mean, we're, I was a young adult where well, I was uh, pretty sure I was damn near just getting out of high school, still in high school when Obama was president. Uh, I like Obama as a person because, yeah, he was the first black president. That matters to me being mm-hmm. a black man. That's big. But nothing changed my livelihood or my lifestyle or our finances at that time and, and my household for Obama. OK, here we are 
years later down the line, Trump's been he was president, right? Nothing changed in my finances, my household Mm-mm. as an adult. So with that being said, like, you know, since nothing changed for me, one, I don't give a shit about them because they don't give a shit about me. You know, but no. it's like you have to you have control over your own shit. But also you know, if, like if you gotta co- think about who's in your city or your state, you know, local. Right. Your local because if, if COVID has showed us anything, it's that um your st- who your state officials are matters. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if you think about uh, Texas, we've basically been back open for mo- a few months now. Yeah. To an extent. True, you know, some places true, true. still have limited capacity, but you can go out and you can go eat dinner and take your mask off at your table. Yeah. And also, you, but if you look at California, Newsom. Shit show. Shit show. Everything's <laughs> shut down. Yeah. All the businesses, are, all small businesses are failing out there, going under. Because he is, his is so strict. Yeah. That is affect that is affecting the people of California much more than Trump is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so that if COVID taught us anything, it's pay more attention to your state elections absolutely. and local, mean, your local elections than the president. I think I was watching. Uh, I watch Grant Cardone every morning. Uh, Cardone Zone, just real estate. I don't know shit about real estate, but just learning a little bit more about it. Right. You know. Um, Right now, uh, it's it's us. It's Texas. Texas is getting about a thousand people a day moving here. Mm-hmm. Florida's getting like nine fifty, nine eighty. But uh, what I'm getting at is people are moving here. You know why? Probably because our local government is doing something right or decently yeah. right. You know, like Abbott isn't that bad. People shit on him all yeah. day, but he's not that bad of a governor. No, you not know? at all. I mean, we're open, aren't we? Yeah, you know, we're we're back to for the majority, you know, for the most part, we're back to living our life. Yeah, and you want definitely want to be safe. You know, I don't want anyone around me to have COVID. You know, for the sake of their own health, but at the same time, life still has to go on. Business but has at to the be same ran. time. I feel like we've all at this point understood that we are safe. Yeah. Now, if like you, we all kind of have understood now at this point. Like, if you have underlying health issues or you live at home with somebody who has yeah. health issues. You know, right. follow and the precautions we, and do you know protect yourself. But we, we both from, have like friends that are in the medical field. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. like it's common sense will keep you safe. You know, you'll yeah. be okay if you if you just pay attention. You can. I mean, you can get the information you need. Yeah, and that's like. So are you? So with the vaccine, are you uh, going to get the vaccine? Nope. Nope. Nah. Me either. There and the reason my my whole reasoning behind it is I've gone. I'm not invincible. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not Jesus, but I've gone this long without it and I've been safe and taken the necessary uh, safety measures and actions to where I won't get it. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, at this point, I'm either like, uh, what is it? Asymptomatic. asymptomatic. I'm either that or uh, I just, I've been lucky enough to not been, yeah. you know, but yeah, well, I, I just, I don't feel the need to. Well, see, this is my reasoning for behind not getting it is um, I don't go around anybody who is at risk. You know, uh, I really, the the only person who I would say is at risk that I go around is my grandmother. Yeah. And I don't go around her often enough to, to where if I had it, I'd affect get, her. I would get, I would probably, it'd probably pass through before I saw her again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so okay. as far as my household goes, nobody in my household is at risk. Yeah. I'm not at risk. So why would I put, why would I take it and, Right. Put my put myself at risk, right? Right. Because right. there has been some negative side effects for some people. Yeah, and and just for the record, you know, I say like it, you know me being asymptomatic, uh, I, I wouldn't want to harm anyone else, you know. Right. Uh, for but it's I, I guess it's similar, you know. I don't I'm not around enough people that I could harm or affect, 
you know. Um, do you feel like uh, jobs will make vaccines mandatory? Some uh, some jobs are going to. Yeah. Some jobs are going to, which I, th- um, yeah. I know some hospitals are doing it. I, the one that I work at, they actually sent us an email and they asked us if we would be willing to take it. Uh. And then so the way they did it was they took that email and the amount of people that said they would take it. Yes. I think they got that many doses. Ah, okay. Okay. Or they got some, Makes maybe sense. some extra in case people what change about, their What uh, about like schools? You think schools will make it? Making it, man. You can't make that mandatory. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, I mean, you know, like the flu shot and shit. Or what is it? Hepatitis? See, but you, see, hepatitis but, shot or some shit. But now with so many parents that are anti-vaxxers, yeah. they don't make it mandatory. Ah, okay. Because you, you have to, because for my son, he needed to get caught up on his shots. Yeah. Whenever I was getting putting him in school and... um. I was like worried because it, like whenever he had to get into school, I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to get him into into see his doctor in time. Yeah, and so uh, so I was like asking around, what do I have to do? And they're like, oh, you could just sign the form. There's like a little paper saying that you're basically like you're not gonna get your kid vaccinated, and you understand. Oh, okay. So, so. Oh, yeah, so that's, even that's if they good. so the schools can't make it, they don't make any of them mandatory now. I don't believe. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Well, that's good news. Honestly, though, I, I feel like uh, I mean I'm sure we've saw just like a transition from public school to like homeschool in 2020 i think more people are going to either be homeschooling their kids or uh putting them in some sort of alternative curriculum you know because public school i mean it's i mean honestly if i had kids they'd be in public school like no hands down i think it's good for them i think it's great for them you know i think it's good for the the private school shit cool if you got the money for that but nah public schools public school's the best that's the real world for For make yeah for making them well, and I don't mean the best as far as like schooling, like education goes. Yeah, because I'm sure private school is better. But as far as like for your child, like what's going to do for their life, I for, I believe public school is the best. Absolutely. I mean, and lucky for you, you know, uh, he, you know, your son can go to. Uh, he, I'm sure he's going to the school locally mm-hmm. and that great curriculum. I mean, we both know, you know, what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. it's a great school. Yeah, you know, so there's nothing wrong with it. Nah, I, that's another thing though. Just. Uh, <clears throat> You know, in the coming months or maybe coming years, I think a lot of people will turn. I mean, we love our big cities, but I think a lot of people will turn to uh, smaller, uh, will turn to smaller like towns and cities, you know, just because there's not so many people around. uh, Like, you know, Southeast Texas is it's honestly great to raise a family, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's 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 decent. It's safe. I think a lot of I think what people which really the smart people are doing it already is you live in a smaller city that's reasonable distance from a big city right because then you know with cost of living is down your property taxes are cheaper like everything is just a little bit cheaper yeah living in a smaller city but you can go make big city money oh absolutely because yeah. the i can make uh i can make almost double what i make now yeah. if i worked my same job in houston, houston. yeah yeah yeah, and see, the the only thing is... Because that's too... I'm not driving to Houston. I mean, I told you, you know, and I've told several people, you know, I, I want to move, but I definitely decided to wait a little bit. But the only thing that, you know, the only difference, you know, from Houston and Southeast Texas is the housing market, bro. You can get a house for 250 k in Houston. It's like a four-bedroom fucking damn near mansion in Katy, Texas. Mm-hmm. 250 k probably 200 k Out here, you're going to get a decent flat, but it's just like the, the housing... You mean in Orange? Uh, well, in, in Katie, like uh, for 250k, you can get a, a badass crib. Like I'll show you some shit. Better than in Orange? Oh, way better. Ten Why times. Is that? I I think it's 
Because Orange is a smaller town. I Cato. know, but honestly, I think it's because it's there's... The, the land availability. Right, and there's just so... It's excess amounts of homes and shit. Mm. You know, I think... Maybe, I could be wrong, but that and also plant work out here. You know, refinery. You yeah, know? that's true. But yeah, like I'll show you on Zilla when we get off. Uh, dude, you can get a house, not even a quarter mil, $200,000. Katy, Texas, three bedroom, four bedroom, 2,000 square foot. No bullshit. It's it's insane. Well, this house, <laughs> this house is three bedroom. Yeah, this is a, a really nice house in a nice neighborhood, you know, so I'm sure it well, was. Well, take it easy. This house isn't really nice. <laughs> well, I mean. This is a great starter home for the, what I need right It's now. got the potential, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, this, is, I mean, this house is good for what I need right, right now. Right, considering, you know, some of the other houses in Orange. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, know, you're, I need to, you're I need in a to, good school district. Yep. You know. I need to take Bentley around and show him what, what could be. <laughs> yeah. Show, showing the true values of life. <laughs> showing why, show why I don't get him a toy every time we go to the store. <laughs> like, you can have a bedroom full of toys, but it's going to be in that house right there. <laughs> you want that? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, nah, I think I'm going to stick to my, uh, yeah, my gyms at home. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no, nah, man, it's a... Uh, you know, but yeah, I think you know, just our area right now, it's definitely a good place to to raise a family. There's not, it's not as chaotic. Even in like, uh, I, I just love Texas though. Even in like Houston, man. You know, I'm out there a lot. It's uh, Houston's chill. Everyone's friendly. You know, you don't. Yeah. You gonna? I mean, if you're looking for trouble, you can find it. Easy. But, you know, but it's <laughs> easy. Yeah, but I mean, for the most part, everyone's fucking. Uh, the Texans at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, I like Houston. Yeah. Only thing is, I have to prep myself every time I, oh. you know, I, all my driving I do around here into Beaumont. It's and easy. That's it. Easy. Yeah. Whenever I'm like going through Baytown, or that, I'm, I have to prep myself. Like, all right, you're about to be in Houston. You're about to be in the shit show. Knuckle up. Yeah. Start. You got to start thinking like I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> you got to like get ready do to you, fucking uh, race. Do you have any type of road rage or anything like that? Oh fuck yeah. Me too, bro. Dude, you should. And, I'm hey, gonna put a microphone in the car one day and let y'all hear that shit. It's, oh my, it's and, crazy. And my bro. road rage does not discriminate. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you if you can be 85 year old woman. <laughs> I'll oh, flip yeah. you the fuck off. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah bro. Because, I mean, you just you have to, like you said, you have to prepare. And, and you have to be ready to be in traffic for at least an hour, two hours. No yeah. matter where you go. That's no matter the artery in Houston, you got to be ready for that fucking traffic, bro. Like, it's, man. It seems like traffic, like, starts out of nowhere. It's like, boom, hits. Yeah. And it's not like, because we, we went to Houston to go to um, look at this little uh, Christmas light park recently. Yeah. Thank God I was driving, because we were going. Everybody's cruising, you know, going going over the speed limit, because that's how you drive in Texas, over the speed limit. <laughs> and yeah. that's one thing I love is like it's hurt. It's like a herd mentality. We're like they're not gonna pull us all over. Let's all go fast. Yeah, let's. We're going through Anahuac. It's sixty five. Shit, we're going eighty. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like they're not gonna pull us all over. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, so we're all going. We're all herd going. Mentality. <laughs> we're all going over the speed limit, and I'm looking. I'm not looking at my phone or anything. I'm looking at the road. Yeah. And then I see this 18-wheeler slam on its brakes, and then the car behind it slams on its brakes. And so I'm at the point where it's like, I'm going to hit this car. Yeah. If I I started slamming on the brakes, but it was like, I'm, I'm going to hit them. Yeah. I'm going to hit them, period. So without uh, even without even looking, I just got over in the next lane, and thank God there's not a car there. Yeah. I got over and kept going. I was fine. But I was like, how the f- there was no traffic. Yeah, five seconds ago, oh, and then boom, yeah, and then that shit just traffic. pops up, bro. Yeah, 
It's and man, there's really no like particular artery in Houston that like traffic is just like either really good or really shitty. It's shitty everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, for me, like as I'm traveling, you know, around that city, 45 has to be the worst. Like 45 getting like towards uh, Dallas bound. Mm -hmm. You can take uh, 45 to downtown or you can take it going towards Dallas. Oh, yeah. yeah, It's terrible, bro. Or 610 like by the Galleria, Mm -hmm. 610 South fucking terrible yeah that was bad i've been yeah i've been right there. that you know, was bad i10 usually flows i mean you'll catch the little like right now there's crazy construction and like winnie and yeah. like uh and all that shit you'll catch like little spurts where you had to stand still but nah once you get in houston 45 uh 610 i try to stay the fuck away i will take back roads i will take street lights yeah. over traffic any day yeah you know and it's all, honestly, it's with all the people moving here, it's probably going to get worse because they're going to. Oh, absolutely. Because in a few years, you know, if we have thousand, a thousand people moving here every day. Yeah. In a few That's years. That's about the average right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, in a few, you know, five, ten years, then, you know, we're gonna, they're going to be expanding roads, creating new roads, and yeah. construction makes everything fucking worse. For sure. So it's, it's just going to stay bad. I think we're seeing that right now, though. I mean, if you notice, like, you know, just going towards, you know, that way, just say I-10 West, not even Houston, or wherever you're going, but I-10 Westbound, they're expanding, you know, the, the right interstate. Here. Yeah, yeah, Right here right when there. you exit Orange. That shit's crazy. Like, I came in, I was like, damn, it's narrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got down to one lane, and then you're supposed to yield to the off-ramp. But nobody's been doing nobody's been doing that for oh, years because yeah. there was two lanes. Yeah. Well, now there's it goes down into one lane where Bro, you come yeah, up. Yeah, that traffic's crazy. Or even uh, in like in Beaumont, like going towards uh, like Lumberton, mm-hmm. traffic's been shitty right there forever. Or the, uh, the construction, I mean, it's been yeah. bad right there forever. Um, supposedly, uh, like seven. What is it? Seventy three, uh, sixty nine to seventy three. They're about to change up that whole little exchange right there it's about to i'll show you a video but uh it the the new setup looks neat but that looks like a like a fucking five to ten year project it's gonna take some time that's gonna take a long time yeah i was about to say if it's being done by the people around here it's at least a 10-year project yeah it's gonna take forever i I mean it's good for jobs but damn it's gonna take a long time yeah Hell yeah, man! But uh, what'd you guys do for? Uh, we got way off track, but it's all good. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> that's how the show's gonna go. That's what that's what I was telling Landon. People keep people are asking like, "Oh, what's your podcast gonna be about?" And it's like, wherever the conversation Honestly, takes us, does it's that, not about anything. When you get asked that question, does it bother you at all? That, that shit it doesn't kinda, bother me. It annoys me a little bit because. I mean, I guess every podcast though has like some sort of niche or like category, kind of. You know, like they sort of have like a, a thing. But even like with, you know, with my show, like, I, dude, it's I want it to be general. Whatever the guest wants to talk about, the guest dictates the subject well, of the show. Well, I've been because it just it didn't like the question doesn't bother me. It kind of makes me nervous. Like, I feel like I should have an answer. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe I should know what my show's about. But it's not about anything. It's in particular, it's about, right? I should or maybe I should just say it's about the people that I find interesting yeah. because that's what it's going to be is yeah. people who I find interesting, who I want to talk to. Is who I'm gonna have on, right? Right. And right. like that's like um, like La- like Landon was telling me to have a uh, young Puda on. Oh yeah, I find him. Oh, he's cool. Yeah. But my, you know, I'm gonna be real on my show. I don't listen to his music. Yeah. So I'm not gonna have him on and pretend that I listen to his music. Nah. And all that. You know, I can't. I can't do that. Well, that makes it. It's almost like we've talked about. That sort of makes it like an interview. You come on, you put on like this fake. Because then I have to. Because then I have to do an interview because I don't know anything about him. Right. So you if know? I'm so for me like. When people ask me like, "What's your show going to be about?" 
whoever I find interesting. Yeah. Or whoever I find think would be fun to talk to and kind of get a little insight into their world. Right. When I I heard it on your uh that the first episode that you did, uh, you made a good point as well, you know, like I mean you could have a young Puda rapper on but not talk about rap, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they're a they're a person at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, they do other shit besides rap. He's yeah, a father who does that. other shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like so that that's a a really good point as well, you know. Even a football player, you know, you know talk about everything but football yeah if they're sick of it yeah man i watched the uh speaking of football i watched uh i forget the name of it it was on one of the espn channels last night i was just had it on and it was uh about the whole manti teo thing years ago oh we had fake girlfriend yeah bro do you think he was in on that shit or you think he just got like played i don't know that was part of the thing because they thought he, I think he got catfished. I think he just, because he seemed like too nice of a, like an innocent guy. Yeah. And, you know, of course he's a big figure, right? So he doesn't want people to know he has an internet relationship. Well, because, so at know? the time, at the time that that was going real. on, that was his like Heisman season where he was in the running for, for the Heisman. Oh, he's got all eyes and on so, him. Well, so people started saying like, people like, oh, he put the, he did all that for his, so people, he'll get votes for the Heisman. First of all, it's not a it's not a popularity contest. Yeah, he, he doesn't get votes from the fans. They have like a a committee that votes for the Heisman like a system. It's like a it's like specific people who vote for the Heisman. You don't. It's not up to the general population to vote for. So that doesn't make sense. Also, he didn't know he's going to have that type of season whenever he got that girlfriend. True, you know true, what I'm saying? True, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't know he's gonna ball out the way he did. Yeah. That's so he. True. So he can't say, "Oh, this is gonna be part of my Heisman campaign. I'm gonna have this girlfriend and pretend she dies right before the uh, vote." He can't do it because he doesn't know how this how just, his season's gonna go. He can get hurt in week one. Yeah, and just and with be like, all those all those variables. I mean, you make a really really good point. But I just I feel like his. You could just tell. I mean, I mean, some people you can look at them naked eye and they could be a piece of shit. They come off as good, but he just seems like his nature is way too good. He has really good nature. He's too good of a person to come up with some like sinister shit like that, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, he, he just comes off as a genuine guy. He does. I don't, I don't know him, but yeah, you know what does. I'm saying? I mean, like, so did Bill Cosby, you know? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Huxtable, damn. Yeah, you know, so did Bill Cosby, but you yeah, know. that's true. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's a fucking <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah. yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's, he's the emoji turd. Yeah, so you can't, you can't. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right. You can't take somebody's, you know, how they seem. <laughs> Never judge a book by its cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but honestly, I think with that story, he uh, he had an internet rela- relationship. He's got all eyes on him. He didn't want people to know he was strictly dating someone via a fucking computer screen. Yeah, you know, he wanted people to think it was real. You know, what also I'm you got to take into account that he's a football player, and a lot of football players have ego. Yeah, have an ego. So like that, that part of to add on to what you're saying, that would have been a huge like shot to ego. It's like he met it, yeah. a girl in line. Like that wasn't <laughs> as popular when that was going on. Like Tinder and all that wasn't as popular as it is. Today. Oh nah, it was so even, yeah. that he would have faced so much judgment for being like for having a girlfriend. Online. I was like, damn, you can't can't meet a girl at school. Like you're yeah. in college, man. Like <laughs> you're you're a star football player in college. And you're meeting a girl online. Yeah, so. It was just crazy. Yeah, man. I think I, it. I think it was all. I think he got kept. I think he was a victim of that. It wasn't something he did. Yeah, it was just crazy. Like you know, just uh, flipping through the channels, or when I had the TV on, and I walk in my spot, and that shit was on. I'm like, damn, man, I for, forgot about that. It wasn't even that long ago. But it's just crazy how, uh, just with the internet or just with everything that's like happened, 
you know, since then, like, makes you forget about little shit like that. Oh, know? yeah. Well, the, mor- <laughs> the world moves so fast. Yeah. That's, I mean. Yeah, you man. You forget stuff that just, I mean, just happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at kids nowadays. Kids, 10, 10 11 year olds are like 30. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, in the sense of they want to grow up so fucking fast. Like, I think you know? about, I thought about that this morning. I dropped my son off at school and uh, I was sitting there, which I'm, I'm starting to do this thing now where I'm getting uh, a journal and I'm going to like, I'm writing stuff in it. Like, as it not, I'm, I'm not going to write in it every day for him. Yeah. But every, you know, if something big happens, like his birthday, I'll write in it that night. Or if, um, or like when he starts school, I write in it that night. You know, I just write a little something like about what I'm feeling and uh, you know what's going on. Because like for him, like to, he can't comp- really comprehend everything right now. Yeah. Like he no, he's not retarded. I mean, he's nah, he's still learning. He's, he's six, still, but he he nah, can't. He's still a baby. He didn't understand like real like feelings and like emotions the way that like I could try to portray it to him. Yeah. So like I write it down. So like when he's older, I can give it to him and let him read like how I was. You know, if he if he wants to. Like, I was thinking today, I dropped him off at school, and I was, like, watching him, and he just has his backpack and just doesn't look back at the car, just walks right in, goes to where he's supposed to go, and I'm like, fuck, man, this kid, like, I remember just, I remember, like, it was fucking yesterday. I could tell you every detail of the day that his mom went into labor, the way how I was at work, got off work, went to Chicken Express, ate, we were eating Chicken Express, took a shower, laid down. The place we were staying at the time, we were in between houses, so where we were staying at the time, laying down to go to sleep, boom, water breaks while we're laying down, go through the whole night, the <laughs> three play by play, the, huh? <laughs> the, the, the three Red Bulls I drank throughout the night to stay awake because I just got done working at 12. Yeah. He was born at 7.58 in the morning. Yeah. I get everything, all the Damn. details and everything. And then I see him now, like to this morning, and he's just walking and into he can, school, like, taking make care of his own bowl of cereal. He's taking shit, he's like, taking care of his own business. He's yeah. like, All right, Dad, I got school. I'll see you later. <laughs> That's crazy. Man, Do you ever look at that and like uh just think about it like reminisce like whenever you were in those shoes and you were walking into school? Man, I do, and so I do because I, I try to think of you know what stuff that I should tell him. Yeah. And stuff that you know I want him to know going into it. And so uh that's the only time I think of it, but it's hard to remember. It's yeah. hard to remember. Yeah, like, well, that was forever ago for us. Yeah, and I mean, I have a good memory, but it's stuff that like I don't remember how I was feeling at the time. Yeah, you know, so nervous, probably nervous. I know, you know, just whenever I get like little flashbacks, like I just think about being a kid. Always some sort of nerves involved. Oh, um, I was a nervous fuck. Are you yeah. nervous kid? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh man. my god, always, always some sort of nerves involved. You know, and you know, just back then, you know, growing up. And, you know, in this town back then, no one treated me any differently. I'll be real. It was only black dude in the class, but no one treated me any differently. But I mean, also, you know, from, you know, my point of view, just looking out, you know, you're different. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was one reason for the nerves. But the way I was brought up by my mom and dad, you know colorblind that shit didn't matter yeah you know it, yeah same here it ain't matter that's what that's part of why i think you know like public school and sports is the most important dude absolutely or any extracurricular activity i think is the most important for your yeah, kids I, I think you brought that up on uh on uh like the the second second podcast we, or the first podcast we did together uh, uh, so that, when it was just me and you uh, well, the one with me, you, uh, Ruben. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did. Just I the did. whole point about sports, you know what I'm saying? Like making uh, making everyone come together, you know? So that was uh, – that's such a good point, too. Being Public on a t- being on team, man. Being on a team and just being around – like getting to like see, spend real time with each other. Yeah. 
Man, I think that's huge. I think that people don't do that enough for, uh, and that's that's like I like I said in that episode. I think that's a huge part of what could solve the uh, racism problem. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I thought about uh, the movie Remember the Titans when you said that, man. Such, yeah, such a good movie. Well, what I mean, what happened? They were they weren't to get they, these two. What, didn't they bring two schools together? Right? Yeah, they they so hated each other. They brought two schools together, hated each other. They were fighting, but, but didn't even know then, why they hated each other. No, that's know. the crazy it was, part. But it was it was all you know race related for sure, for sure. And then as soon as they put them together for an extended amount of time, brought them together. Yeah, brothers singing singing on the bus. Yeah, you know that's so, and that's yeah, how it is. Yeah. In, in, you know, it's not the, exactly like that in real life. You know, you're not all singing together. But you are singing and fucking around and dancing in the locker room. Like, yeah. that's how it goes in sports. People don't see it. But, I mean, that's how, if you ask any guy that played sports at LCM, that's how it went. Yeah, I think uh, just with, like, you know, uh, kids coming up, our kids coming up, uh, race won't necessarily be a thing. But kids are going to be so much more sensitive to shit. You know, oh my God, yeah. dude, the, the sensitivity level is going to be crazy. Yeah, you know, but that's, race I'm, definitely won't be a thing. It won't matter. God, dude, that I've, that's what I was thinking about yesterday because I saw there at it was a video from the Capitol thing. A girl, <laughs> this woman was leaving, and she was they're like, "What happened?" She's like, "I got pepper sprayed," and uh, they're like, "Well," they were asking her questions. She's like, "Well, we're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution, and they pepper sprayed me." It's like, "No shit." <laughs> Think yeah. about what you think but about what you just you said. You got what you deserve. Yeah, like what people, do you? What? I, I think I tw- I think I tweeted or posted that last night. I said people for really forget that there's you don't get to do whatever you want. Nah, this ain't no fucking video game. You can't do whatever <laughs> you want. There's consequences. Yeah, like that's, that's why I say like that girl, that woman that got shot. Yeah, you got what I'm you not just, surprised. Yeah, that's like, what that's what happens. But it's crazy because like, think about it like this. So not to, not to go back to the whole capital thing. We can get back off of it. But just to make just to make a point, so the, the Capitol is a government building. Yeah, same as the White House. It's a government building. Okay, the people at the Capitol are saying, "Oh, this is our house because we pay for taxes." Okay, fair. White House, same fucking thing. Pay for yeah. it with taxes. If one person stormed the White House and was rushing the White House, they'd be fucking shot. Oh, ab- hands down, no question. Hey, whether the president's <laughs> there or not. Yeah. You're getting shot. You're getting shot, bro. Or you're getting fucked up by the police. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> that is what the fuck happens. Or just, just say any any politic the the mayor, governor, anybody. Yeah. You storm their house and you're a threat to them, you're probably getting fucking shot. You're probably getting fucked up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you're, you're gonna get not knocked even down. Okay. Not even them. Me, a fucking nobody. Yeah. <laughs> if you break into my house, I'm gonna shoot you. Absolutely, hands down. Yeah. You better run at me backwards so I can't shoot. So, because I'm not gonna shoot you in the back. I know the rules. I'm, I'm not gonna shoot I'm you in the back. After you. <laughs> yeah, you better run at me backwards because that's the only chance you have. Yeah, man, it's crazy shit, bro. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, man, all we have is sports. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad basketball is back on TV. <laughs> you, you, you're a fan of basketball? Man, honestly, I, I sort of lost touch with it after last year or uh, during last year. Like, I, I'm like, ah. But before last year, like, yeah, bro, I was a big, big, big Rockets fan. Um, I, I like Steph Curry. You know, mm-hmm. there's certain players. Uh, Lillard, Damon Lillard. Yeah, he's, he's a game. A lot of, lot, of, lot of different players. Beast of I, a rapper, too. Yeah. A lot of different uh, players that I follow. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, to answer your question, yeah, I'm trying to get back into it. I'm also trying to, uh, it's hard, man, but I'm trying to uh, watch more golf. <laughs> Dude. 
Golf yeah. is a badass. Golf's sport. hard to golf's fun to play. It's hard to watch. It's hard to it's hard to watch and it's hard to uh, not necessarily hard to learn. I mean, I get the no. game, I get the gist, but also like you have to, you know, it's more than just the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's more than just like pulling out the right club and hitting a ball off a tee. You know, yeah. you got it's a that game's fucking. Technical. You got to know the way the. You can, I was playing golf before you got here. Um, the you got to know the terrain the curve of the of the, the course. Fun. You got to know, uh, yeah, the terrain like the if the um, if the fairway is like real hard or is it more soft? So how fast is the ball going to travel when it hits? Yeah, or like you see things like sometimes you'll see a, a golfer. A tiger Tiger used to be a beast at it. He probably still is, but he used to be a beast at it. Where you'd see him, he'd have his normal swing or he'd tee off, or you'd see him do a, a normal swing. And then sometimes there'll be a tree in the way or something. That ball will And you'll hook. see him swing and he'll like do his shoulders real weird. Yeah. Well, he's creating a curve. So the ball curves yeah. around the tree. Yeah. Like there's there's so much more to it. But yeah. I just, that's one that I can't get. I've never go watch a golf tournament. Nah. I Now, now would I go get fucked up and get a golf cart and get some clubs and get fucked up with buddies and play Absolutely. around the golf? Today I would. <laughs> Today I would. Yeah. Yes. I've I've been dying for somebody to take me to a golf course. I don't know how to play. Yeah. And I I my swing is dog shit. I've only played at Top Golf, but I would love to go do that. Yeah, man. It's just it's just such an interesting game, bro. Like sometimes I'll just flip on the uh, the golf channel and just leave it on. You know, try to learn something, hidden gems, nuggets. But golf, uh, I, I don't follow football at all. I'll be honest. Um, but I'm excited for you know whoever is Dude, in the college Super Bowl. football is what you need to get into. College football. If yeah. you're gonna get into football, get into college football. Yeah, I hear it's a lot so more exciting. Much fun. Yeah, so exciting, so much fun. And just because I, I don't know, for me at least, I like to see the guys before they get to the pros. Yeah, and also people kind of want. I mean, once you're in the pros, like you always want to put out good tape. Yeah, you always want to put out good film in case you get cut. You know, you want to have something for other teams to look at. Plus, you have incentives in the contracts to make you play harder and. There's incentives like if you make it to playoffs, you get a bonus and all this stuff. So people play hard in the NFL, but you see some people like you see some people they just kind of fall off. Yeah. Or for whatever reason, it, their college play doesn't translate to the pros, and and maybe it's because the skill gap is closed so much. Like everybody is a pro, so everybody's really good. Yeah. But like if you watch college, sometime a college just like they have to put in. They have to put in a freshman left tackle. Yeah. Well, guess what? That freshman left tackle is going against a defensive end who is going to go in the first round, and he's oh, going to get absolutely. mauled all fucking game. Yeah. And it who is was, so fun to watch. Who was that guy? He, uh, I want to say, it was for the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins. I think it was a quarterback. He just got dropped or something. Uh, oh, Dwayne Haskins. So what the what the fuck happened? Because I don't follow. You well, know, so, I, I saw the story. So the stuff I've heard about him was that. For one, he's very arrogant, mm. and he doesn't um, – because one thing that you'll hear a lot of people say when they talk about rookie quarterbacks, yeah. and even second-year, third-year quarterbacks, if there's a veteran on the team, they say you want to be in, in that veteran's pocket. Mm. Wherever he goes, you want to go and learn any, everything you can about how he conducts himself, how he – how he after a, after a series, maybe if he throws an interception, what does he do next? Mm. He goes and looks at the pictures of the, or looks at the – Little slides of the play to see the how the defense uh, disguises the coverage or whatever it may be. You want to be in that quarterback's pocket. They said he's not like that. He's not like that. He oh, okay. does his own thing. So uh, he's, when he's he got gotta, when he got benched from being a starter, when he got benched, he which of course everybody's going to take it personal. Yeah. But you're a professional, so you hand it like a professional. You sure. earn, earn your spot back. For 
for sure. He didn't do that. And then this year, what what was the really the, not the death of him, but was the end of him with Washington was uh, he was supposed to follow the COVID protocols. And then you know, like everybody, it takes yeah. you know because if he if he gets COVID, and then like this happened in Denver, the whole damn team could get that well, shit. What happened in Denver was uh, one quarterback had it, and all the quarterbacks were in the uh, meeting room together. Yeah. And so, since they were with the contact tracing, all those quarterbacks had to sit out for the next game. Damn. So, they had no quarterbacks. Mm, so, they damn. had to bring up some guy for, that, you know, really was oh, not a quarterback. They had yeah, to bring up some yeah. random guy. Uh, I heard one of the sports analysts talking about that. He was like, yeah, fucking Denver played a whole game without a quarterback. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he had like nine passing yards. <laughs> yeah. But, damn it, man. So, that's what happened. So, that's why these teams are being so strict with their protocols. Yeah. He had pictures of him... With ass cheeks in his face at a strip club. Like, so he's just got like a maturity problem. He's got a maturity problem, I think. Damn. I think he's got that, like, I'm a, I'm a professional, I'm a, I'm a big shot. Yeah. I think he, he probably has that, which I don't know him. I don't know the story. I just know kind of what happened. Yo, you know who needs a podcast? Johnny Manziel. He needs, yeah, that'd be cool. He needs a podcast. You know, I, yeah. think, I think it'd take off. I think so. Especially yeah. with the lane, that, with, you know, his knowledge of football and everything. And then right. he's also... He's the also friends that he has, he has, he's friends with Drake, and like he's yeah. got, he's got some cool Mike Stud, he's got some cool people that be on. Yeah, and he's That'd got a, cool. he's got a whole story as well, you know, like you, you got a whole, yeah, bro. Let's talk about what happened. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting to hear. <laughs> you know, so maybe you know him having his own show, just talking with other people, you know, considering the amount of contacts he has, but also just his own story, you know. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see what it, what it was like to go through that. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool, man. But basically, that's what happened. He was at a stri- uh, Dwayne Haskins. At a, you know, really wasn't a team much that much of a team player. He wasn't doing what he was supposed to do as a professional. Picture came out of him being in a strip club. He had to go. He had to start the next game as it was. And he started and played like shit. And they're like, okay, well, play like shit. And you're not for the team. So, see ya. Damn. Yeah. He got dropped. He was a first-round draft pick, too. Damn. A uh, uh, year before. You think he'll uh, – I'm sure he'll get picked up. From a, by another he will. team, but probably like second string or something. Oh, he probably won't be second string. Damn. He'll at least, I mean, at the minimum, he's going to end up on a practice squad be somewhere. Kicker. <laughs> I think whoever it is, I think whoever it is should sign him yeah. and put him on practice squad to make him realize, like, you're not shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because some, sometimes it's what it takes. Absolutely. There's, there's some players who started off their NFL career and they weren't that, you know, they weren't the stars that they are now. And then it's, you know, whatever it was that gave them the kick in the ass or they, you know, the game slowed down for him or whatever it was, and they became who they are. Yeah. Made them eat shit for a little bit, huh? Yeah. Man. That's what happens. I mean, some people just have it, and then some people, they need a little something to get them there. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm waiting for, man. Formula One season. Spring, man. brother. I know. I'm re- Spring. So, because so, I'm, I'm ready for it, because... This is the first year I'm actually going to follow it, like, all the way through. Yeah. You got you got me into it this this past season. So, has Mercedes filled that empty spot? I haven't heard it. Have, well, you know, I'm not on any damn social media, but I haven't seen any actual... Um, Let's see here. I haven't seen any actual, like, articles or anything. You know, I follow Mercedes on IG. That's where I usually get my news, Formula One's IG page. Mm-hmm. Me they, too. They break the story like that, you know. Yeah. But uh, I haven't seen any any news. I know they have to fill it. I'm sure it's going to be Hamilton, though, you know. I would love if Hamilton went back because this is my first. This is going to be my first full season to follow it. Yeah. And, 
so I didn't really get to appreciate like I've done enough research now where I can appreciate the the level that he he drives at. Yeah. But man, it, to actually get to watch him for a full season would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't I'm know. I guess sure they, I guess they don't have anything yet. It's gonna be an interesting season, man. It's gonna come down to money. Yeah. It's gonna come down to money because I mean, it's gonna be a super interesting season. I feel like it's gonna be good. Well, definitely. Uh, oh, speaking of Damien, yeah, yeah, there's Damien Lewis right there. <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. You know, I've been trying to like uh, follow some of the F two guys as well. It's sort. Of, it's it's hard though. I mean, you know, it's just not as exciting. So is so is Al, is uh, Albon back in F two? Uh, What's he doing? I, I want to say he's got to be like a alternate. Yeah, you know, there's like yeah. a, a literally like a room full of fucking drivers. <laughs> That's just waiting, yeah. you know. <laughs> I think he's just gonna be like an alter, alternative driver, yeah. You know, which is man. Wait, so who's who's Red, who's with Red Bull now? It's Verstappen and Verstappen and um Verstappen and Sergio went to where did he go? Perez. That's who it is. That's Verstappen who it is? and Sergio Perez. Okay, okay. Yeah. Who wants a Ferrari then? Uh, Carlos Sainz and Leclerc. Carlos Sainz. Okay, okay. I, I don't know why I get Sainz and Perez mixed up. Oh, that's <laughs> two different people. Though. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> both Latin. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough to keep. It's actually not tough to keep up with. There's only 20 drivers. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be exciting to see what Max does. See, that dude's such a professional, man. Mm-hmm. I, I respect. He's starting. He's starting to win me over. Yeah, and of course, Ricardo. Ricardo's the best. Yeah, he's the best. He's <laughs> so good. That's what won me over whenever I started looking at doing research into F1. Yeah, is that there's only 20 drivers. Yeah, so it's the like. Like I said, when you compare it to other sports, even a basketball team has what, fifteen players per team or something. Yeah, something like I don't, I don't remember exactly. What is twelve it? players, something. 10, 12? Yeah, because yeah, I know they got maybe. the first, second, yeah, fifteen. Who knows? Fifteen makes sense. something like that. But so you got to think if there's a if you're like the starting point guard for for your team, I think there's thirty teams in the NBA. So you're still you're one of the top thirty point guards. Yeah, that's still more than F one drivers. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. still more, and that's just yeah. one position in basketball. One position, one yeah, one yeah. That's so crazy. that's fucking insane. Like the skill there's, level. Yeah, there's is, twenty like there's twenty total drivers. Yeah, the, the best drivers in the world. It's insane. It's fucking crazy. And it's not a big oval that they drive around, which is most important for me. I can't watch yeah. somebody drive around an oval. Nah, bro, me either. It's uh, I do like you know, it's just different aspects and variables to it, you know. It's it's uh, exciting also to see because I follow Formula Two on Instagram now as well. It's exciting to see those guys compete because they want Formula One status so bad. You know what I'm Same saying? Same concept as uh, college football. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Same concept. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not like completely like lost when it comes to like football, like NFL or college. I get it. I've watched tons of games. Just don't follow it how I used to. You right. Know? You know? Yeah. Well. But that, that makes sense. Though. They're so hungry, you know? There's, man, they're so hungry for the, Especially because once you get to, like, a big Division One school, you know, to, to get to the starting spot is already a fucking grind. And then they're they're yeah. recruiting constantly. So yeah. this new freshman that comes in might take your spot. Yeah. And so you're constantly, you know, just, I mean, just like any sport, you're constantly battling for your position. But uh, for those, for these college guys, you're battling for, like, 
this for life changing opportunity. Absolutely, to be in the NFL. Yeah, and so and you got all but, these people depending on you. Plus, it's it, to me, it seems when you watch college football, it seems the rules are a little more relaxed than in the NFL. Yeah. NFL, they're like, if you sack the quarterback now, it's it's. 50 50 if you're gonna get a flag or Man, not. Man, the, the rules are changing so much in the like, NFL, so it seems like. Well, it's all to make the game safer, but you hear even professional, like even NFL players say, like, some of it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, so sacking the quarterback, right? If you tackle the quarterback and drive your weight into him, yeah. that's a penalty for, for driving your weight into him, which, you know, is fine. If you know if you're adding that extra, like trying to land your body on top of theirs, yeah, fine. Sometimes you can't you can't control your body mid you well, know mid air. My thing is, but then also you can't grab them and slam them down. What you the can't fuck? you can't grab them and throw them down, but you also can't land on them. So you have to like, I don't I don't know what you do. Flag football. You have to you have <laughs> to just like wrap them up and just hold them and wait for the whistle. I don't. Yeah, well, see the thing is for me, like it's just like yeah, I get it's a dangerous sport. There's concussions, all kinds of shit that happens, but that's what you signed up for. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous sport, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what you signed up for. If you want, you know, a, a sport that doesn't have as much contact, play basketball or do something, I don't know, go play fucking chess league, <laughs> you <laughs> know? like <laughs> Esports is getting big. Go play Madden on, go play Madden Madden on PlayStation. I mean, yeah, go, I mean, shit, during quarantine, the only thing on TV was fucking cornhole. Go play that shit. <laughs> you know, but like I don't know. I mean, this is the thing, know. though. The people who are the best in the league are the most. The you, if you, I don't know if you ever played football, but like all growing up through football, you hear they talk about be physical. Like most physical, low man wins, and most physical be most physical. Yeah, out there, that's how you fucking win. Wrap up. And that's Wrap how that's, if you're if you're like a defensive lineman, then. The most, if you're, you know, the most physical and you can dominate the the lineman in front of you, yeah, you're gonna start. Absolutely, yeah. And so when these guys are, these guys are three hundred pounds and they're running, you know, four five, four six, four. Yeah. Some of them now, some of these defensive linemen now running four fours. How are they gonna stop? Yeah, that's quick. <laughs> how are they gonna stop when they when the quarterback's right there? Yeah. And they have these they have these fucking referees who are not athletes judging what these athletes can do with their body. Yeah, man. It's crazy, man. Well, like I said, uh, as we progress through time, man, everything's getting sensitive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a sensitive world now. Yeah, everything's getting crazy. <laughs> it is. Well, dude, to wrap it up, man, what uh, what can we... I know we talked about it a little bit. What can we expect from the podcast, your podcast uh, this in 2021? I know you're talking about video. What kind of guests are we talking? In 2021, man, honestly, I'm looking to have on... Um, uh, I will say uh, one of the my next guests will be uh, an individual who's actually I forget forgive me uh, you know who you are for, damn for not uh, <laughs> no not his name but forgive me for not remembering which vaccine he's making but he's oh, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. making uh, you, you say it was the Moderna Moderna okay okay my man I remember yeah. your text message <laughs> yeah I bro, got a good so, memory bro <laughs> yeah he's uh he's actually you know making he's in the lab you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying his company he's a part of that so he's going to be on he's got his own take on the whole vaccine thing you know what I'm saying like he's, yeah. he's not all for it you know yeah, but he's so, making it yeah yeah but uh so he's gonna be on um we still still gotta uh have my boy Hector from Fast and Furious yeah Noel G he's gonna be on so we're gonna Originally, we were going to do a Zoom uh, episode 
He's going to actually be, we're going to do it in person. In studio? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So he's going to be on, man. And, you know, just where's he? Where's he at? He's actually in, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he lives in California. Okay. But he's going to be, around that time, he's going to be in, uh, God damn it, like New Caney or some shit okay. uh, for like a car meet. Car show, yeah. Yeah, and I told him, you know, I follow him. I told him, like, look, bro, uh, instead of doing the Zoom, you know, I could just pull up with you mobile setup. We we set up. That's sec- why I need to get a mobile setup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we'll just do it like that. So he was like, yeah, cool, fine. Um, but aside of the guest, man, to answer your question, uh, more consistency, audio eventually. Um, just video. A, just video. A, or video, yeah. yeah. <laughs> video. We're doing audio. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, just a better quality show, man. Like, I learned a lot last year. Uh, you know, just initially when we started the show, uh, up until this point, you know, I learned a lot of pros about the show, cons, you know, uh, where I were best critic. So, uh, you know, I just want to bring a better quality show, you know, and I'm looking forward to, to this show, man, for sure. Oh you man, know, yeah. definitely support there. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. I'm in your corner for that. So I appreciate it. Um, what about your? We didn't even touch on this. What about the uh, stuff with uh, early early motor works and everything? So are, what what's so that what is, is? So yeah, t- first of all, explain what it is. So and and the, bro, like I'm talking 2011. It's early, just early. Started off as just like a t-shirt company, right? With mm-hmm. different graphics, like streetwear. Um, and then over time, you know, it did really good. And then it got, it went to, it got to a point where it sort of like plateaued, you know what I'm saying? Where it was just doing like our loyal, say maybe we got like 20, 20 loyal customers, 30, but they order like every drop. Me and my brother decided to just add on to that more of a niche, which is cars, mm-hmm. you know, like JDM cars, J- Japan, domestic motors for people that don't know what that is. That's your Nissan's, Hondas, all that kind of shit. Fast and furious type shit. Yeah, <laughs> I've that, always heard about. It. I didn't know what it stood for. Yeah, that, that's what it is. That, but also like Euro spec cars, BMWs, Lexus, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And what we did was, um, we just basically we we turned early into like a car brand, if you will. Sort of evolved it, you know, where we're going to like just do maybe, uh, like car wraps, customization, detailing, anything you can do to a car, you know, whether it be uh cosmetically or uh like performance wise. I'm more of a performance type my brother's more of the cosmetic so we're gonna have uh, a channel where we just show that you know so we're not crazy like the the fast and loud guys or uh, daily driven exotics we're not on that level by any means you know we're just gonna start by doing small shit to cars and then eventually try to just build up to that you know because how he makes his living is he, he goes to car auctions and then he also just buys cars from like marketplace offer up, you mm-hmm. know, and then like he'll buy it for a price, you know, and then we'll put some work into it and then he'll flip it. You know what I'm saying? But instead of just buying it and putting work into it where it's up to par, we're going to buy it, make it up to speed and then customize. It, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But nothing crazy like what's uh, what was the show? Pimp My Ride. Pimp My nothing Ride was stupid exhibit. like that, you know, yeah. like where it's a fucking microwave in your even backseat. Fucking, even <laughs> even um, West Coast Customs is nuts sometimes. Yeah, you know. It, Which it, they, they now just, they don't go as crazy anymore. Yeah. Well, because West Coast Customs was part of Pimp My Ride. It yeah. was the same crew. It was like the customizing. Ish, ish, the guy Ish that would do the... Uh, Interior. Yeah, the fucking microwaves in your backseat. Yeah, they uh, would. A Pimp 50 was inch, nuts. You know, it was a crazy show. It was good for that time, but it was crazy. But um, so we're, we're just going to be just doing the things that we like to do to cars. You know, eventually uh, car wrapping. I do car wraps, um, you know, different body parts, performance, bolt-ons, all that stuff, you know. So that's uh, 
basically what uh, early motor works is. So honestly, my day consists of a little bit of work, my nine to five work, figuring out new shit for the show and then also doing stuff with with early motor works. You know, we're just trying to just build and develop like a full schedule for every day. You know, I think I'm going to eventually like dedicate certain days to certain projects. Yeah. You know, I think that makes life a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Having a schedule. Yeah. yeah. You know, but like I'm going to do like one day where it's like strictly for right now, like Thursdays and Fridays are strictly for brewing bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I don't have a schedule yet for the other things like the vlogging or the early motor works. It's just whenever I feel like doing something with it, you know, we'll do it. Me and my brother will link up. And y'all making y'all making vlogs and stuff for a YouTube channel with that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we'll eventually put those out. You know, we just want to uh we gotta we gotta just get everything in order, get everything lined up. You know, there's an Instagram page, but we hardly ever push it, you know. The Instagram page, Facebook, you know how it goes. Social media yeah. and branding and pushing. That's a full time job. Yeah, it is. Know? Just trying to find stuff to trying to find stuff to post. That's what, yeah. Because really, if you want to, that's another thing yeah, I've I learned. If you want to stay recycling shit, you yeah. Know? Well, because if, if you want to stay in the in the algorithm and you know in the people's feed, you have to post something basically every day. Yeah, for and sure. And then to find something to post every day, especially like with this show, you know, I I only record, I only do one episode a week. Yeah. So for me to post something like that's why I started doing the clips and just taking pictures before and after the show, just because it's like, man, I don't. I, I mean, what, what more can I tell you? Right. I mean, this, I mean, right. I recorded it with this person, and so I'll have to, I'll have to find some stuff. Yeah, and see, that was that was my biggest challenge with like the uh, that the, my Instagram for B and B. You know, it's like uh, you definitely want to stay current with the posting, uh, but like with the story, I, I'll post like new episode. Um, you know, then also you know same thing like where I post a picture of the guest I had on. You know, um, but I guess also we could start doing like a. Maybe posting something funny because I mean we both have like some sort of a comedy uh, and our element in our show, you know. So we could both post like uh, I catch some podcasts they do like a funny post, you know what I'm saying, yeah. or like a relevant uh, post, something that's relevant to the show, but it's something people can relate to as well. Yeah, I, I'll have to get more episodes in before I can start having uh, stuff like that. But yeah. I think just make like fillers, if you will. Yeah, even like I, I I'm gonna start doing the like I did a preview for episode one. Uh, and then once the episode drops, I'll probably wait, you know, a day or two, and I'll probably start posting some clips from it. Once, yeah. once the once the views kind of plateau and they kind of stop, yeah. then I'll start posting clips just to show people from the past episode. Yeah, I don't know. It's a learning process. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, I'm I'm super excited to see what's to come with uh, Fuller's House. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm it's a, definitely man. a good time every time we link up. So for sure, I'm I'm excited to see what you do with the show and uh, this year. Yeah, and get your own studio and get the video going. Yeah, bro, we got to yeah. make that happen. It's gonna be sick. Well, yeah. I appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, what's what's all your uh, links and everything so people can find your stuff? Yeah, so they can find uh, the podcast like Brew and uh, Bullshit. It's just Brew the letter N uh, Bullshit, and that's at on Instagram. Uh, on on Facebook, you know, if you guys follow on Facebook or want to, it's B ampersand like the and sign, and so it's B and B and then podcast. Just type that in, it'll pop up. Um, the website's currently down right now. Uh, you could follow me at at Corey Crowns on literally anything. Um, that's basically it. Um, like I said, we're going to be going uh full video this year. Um, that will be on um. Uh, probably YouTube to start off, but just due to the, you know, this algorithm bullshit, I don't know. I might go to like Vimeo or something <laughs> else. I don't know. Honestly, uh, we'll figure it Put out. Put on OnlyFans. 
<laughs> yeah, I could do that too. Because then, I mean, it can't get demonetized. Yeah, OnlyFans and also uh, Patreon. You know, I could yeah. just put strictly video yeah. on Patreon. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's how everyone can find me. You know, so if you you know looking to um, you know, get some laughs or sometimes you know it's called brew and bullshit, but you know sometimes there's laughs, sometimes there's seriousness. It's, you know, we we have the same concept. You know, it's, yeah, it's broad. Spe- it's a broad spectrum. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, that's it, man. I appreciate you coming on. For sure, bro. Till next time. See Peace. Oh, I should let it go. Oh, I should let it go.